Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is show when the pressure was on. Son of a... The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is, a Friday, the 31st day of March. 2023 i hope you're having a good one thanks for being here my name is jason bailey right there that is nikki d that is me good afternoon happy friday and there is nelson anybody else payday today love it <laughs> so you can go love golf it. uh all right your phone number 916-909-0985 always listen on the odyssey app also get the podcast there and the baileyshow.com on the social media at listen to the bs please if you don't mind, on Instagram and on Facebook here at the end of this hour. Aftershock passes. If you're interested, we'll play Game of Tones. And then it's Friday, so that means we do band class uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. At the end of the program, you'll listen for a specific song to play with the awesome voice guy telling you to call immediately with the name of the song, the artist, and the year it was released. And the first person to tell me that will get Sam. Is it Moral? Moral. Moral, moral. It's Sam Moral. All right. You're a, you're a fan of Sam's. I, oh, my God. He's just got like a, a dry delivery and a very unique voice, and he's very, very funny. All right. He's a comedian, the class actor. It's at the Crest Theater uh, on April 22nd. So if that interests you, you can stick around or join us later, whatever you want to do. It's good. I mean, like, this, this is... This has been. This is going to be a great week. This is going to be a great weekend. It's going to be a great week. I'm very excited. My family's coming in. They're going to the airport right now in Atlanta, and they're flying over. And uh, 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 this new house, I'm getting it all ready to rock and roll. Uh, it's good. I just found out that we have free Tylenol at this radio station. <laughs> it's the little things that really get me excited. I've never worked at a radio station where they have so many things available for you that are free. Uh, if you if you've ever seen. You guys have not seen the internship yet, have you? I haven't, no. no. Oh, you got to watch it. It's Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. It's awesome. And they go get an internship at Google. And when they walk, uh, Vince Vaughn goes in the cafeteria to get a coffee. And the, the kid behind the counter says, you know, everything's free. So he's like, so if I wanted uh, a bagel, I get it for free. He goes, it's absolutely free. He goes, so what about, you know, four or five? Why don't you give me four or five? He's like, everything's free, sir. So he's just like piling up stuff. He's like, do you have like one of those big guzzlers I can put the drink in? You know, just that's where I feel like I'm working right now. Because not only is everybody so awesome and so cool, uh, but it, it, things are free. The other day, so I, you know, I wear glasses. I wear readers. You know, I've reached that age. So I'm re- I wear readers. And they're, you know, I, I was like, man, I don't have any of those. Um, wipes. Yeah, those wipes. Thank you. Hands. Yeah. I fu- they, they're free. They're right across from the vending machine, which is not free, but very affordable, I might add. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. You know, like stuff that's usually three, four dollars is like a dollar or a dollar fifty. Where am I at right now? This is beautiful. This is awesome. So uh it's just little things like that. And the weather, everything's gonna be good. It's gonna be a great weekend. Very, very excited. Uh we'll do our best to put on a oh do our best to put on a good show. And then this <laughs> happened. Oh boy. I told Nikki. <laughs> Nelson, you're not going to believe this. I can't wait. Would you like to take? Well, no. Mm, let's not. Let's, <laughs> Just no. tell them. <laughs> I'm not good at the guessing game. 
All right, so earlier today, uh, I, I went to Safeway. I had to pick up a few things for my family, you know, like some orange juice, mm-hmm. some trash bags and stuff like that. Uh, that's how we roll, orange juice and trash bags. Orange juice and trash bags. <laughs> so, um, um, and this is in, uh, like, I, I think it's considered West Roseville. And it's in that new Nuggies, Nugget Shopping Plaza, Blue mm-hmm. Oaks. And I'm, I'm up to that intersection, and I pull up, and I was actually talking to my wife at the time uh, with my earbud, my little AirPod. And the only reason I was talking to her through that was because my dongle was not working in my truck. <laughs> Usually it's out loud. Sometimes it doesn't work. So anyway, I'm talking to her. You know, I use my hands a lot when I, when I talk. And I pull up, and this, this car next to me, it was like a Lexus SUV. You know, a soccer mom car. Yeah. But and, some money. She's got some money in a Lexus. Right. She means business, but she loves her kids. Right. right. A little bit of both. And she's in the turn lane. And uh, and I just happened to, I, I heard her, I heard something. I don't know if she was screaming or what. So I turned to my You're left to, to look at her. <laughs> well, she got my attention. And I don't know how she got my attention because I like looked directly at her. Something told me to look directly at her. And she gives me the roll down your window thing, which is crazy because- I don't nobody rolls nobody down, rolls down, down, down anymore. Who is answering that <laughs> but call? But you know what it means. Right. Like you say, hey, why don't you dial yeah. that number? Nobody dials anymore either, right? right? You know what it means. So uh, I was like, okay, I'll roll down my window. She's a, a very attractive, middle-aged woman, mm-hmm. you know, maybe shy younger. Uh, and, and I said, can I help you? Are you okay? And she goes, uh, are you married? Or no, she goes, are you single? I said, yeah, I'm actually, and I pulled up my hand, my left hand, I sort of my ring, I I am, and I'm actually talking to my wife right now, why? And she goes, ugh, you're a good man for saying that. I just wanted to tell you that you are really hot, extremely attractive. And you know the last time I've been hit on? Good, because I don't. I can't remember. No, it's not that you haven't been hit on. Maybe not up front, but women check you out every single day. But you have that little man thing where y'all walk around like you're oblivious and you don't see all the women looking at you. But women are eyeballing you every single day. I see it. That We've discussed this mm-hmm. and we disagree. They're not. We know this is a longer conversation, <laughs> but we know why they're looking at me. But we're not going to also negate the fact that they are looking at you because they find you attractive. No, they're looking at me because they're trying to figure out our relationship. <laughs> when Nikki and I go out, we get we get looks, we get stares. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I know what it's like to be an African-American in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> now you do. You didn't before. No, I mean, I, I, of, I mean, don't say that because you know I'm not that guy. But you know what I mean. Like, I, I appreciate everything and all that stuff. And no, I'm saying now you can feel it. Oh, we get stares. You can feel we it. We get stares. <laughs> so I'm thinking we get stares because these people are like, that's an odd couple. Which I don't think I mean, Nikki D is a very attractive, very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Maybe they're looking at me going, or maybe they're looking at her going. Why are you with that guy? No, they're not. It's the opposite. Trust me. It's the opposite. And, and, and so I, I don't think they're looking like I, maybe I am oblivious back in the day. Back, look, so anyway, let me go back to this. So when this happened, my wife kind of hears it. <laughs> and at that split second, because she goes, what was that all about? And at that split section, a split second, I, I, I said, if she weren't on the phone, would I have told her? Oh, that's a good question. Would you? Well, she wouldn't care. You know, Reg. Yeah, she wouldn't care, but still, would you have 
told her, like, I got hit on at the light. I think you would. I would because I joke all the time about back in the day in the club mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And that's you right. know, it's tongue in cheek. My daughter gets a kick out of it. And it's, it's a joke <laughs> within our family. Now, Rach would not tell me if she got hit on. I can see that, too, because I, I can see you being like, oh, who was that? What he saying? He's stupid or something crazy you'd say. Well, that, a little jealous. it all depends on who it is. If it's somebody that I know, you know, if she were to come home and say, hey, I got a, you know, I got this weird vibe from this person that I've met. Yeah, I'd have a problem with that. Absolutely. But a stranger, you wouldn't care. But a stranger, I wouldn't care because she's an attractive woman. Now, if he notices that if he knows that she's married and sees the ring and still does it, I have a problem with that. I hate people that do that. I think that's so gross. It's yeah. just that's a break of a man code. You just don't do that. Well, the lady who hit on you today, even though you told her you were married. If you would have still been like, you know, you want my digits, I think she would have still hollered that you married or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I absolutely. That's what was so great about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what she was saying is, all I had to say was, yes, I'm single. Mm-hmm. The next step was to follow her to her house and have intercourse with her. Exactly. Ah, I mean, that's exactly that, what she was asking. Right. If a woman asks a man, hey, are you single? That's code for let's get naked Mm -hmm. because eventually it's going to happen. So why not we just get it out of the way to begin with? That's what I say. Yeah, she definitely doesn't uh, come to say, are you single? Just to go, I'm just taking a survey. So anyway, my wife wife was like, what is that all about? I said, I just got hit on. I told her those stories because that's what I thought happened. I go, I told you, kiddo. Big Daddy Bang Bang ah, still exists. Oh, Ah, my gosh. Big Daddy Bang Bang. I'm going back in my, my old... Uh, trunk, you know, the black ones with the gold you know, oh, yes. things, rivets, and I want to get my <laughs> shiny shirt and my faux leather pants, Starting my bash shoes, my bugle boys, my Z Cavaricis, my- and my body glove. And you're going to go out and get all the women round up. I'm going to get my Varnay shirts, and yeah, I am going to roll up my sleeves. <laughs> because that's what pulls the chickadoos. Big Daddy Bang Bang. I told her. On the loose in Cali. Watch like, out, ladies. I said, I said, don't say that. I, I, I said, <laughs> I go, I go, Rach, you got to know your history. You got to know your history. <laughs> and what did she say? Don't she let got, somebody get cut. No, no, you know what she said to me? She goes, it wasn't real. I still don't believe you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. 916-909-0985. If you want to start us off, uh, Leonard Skinner, uh, Leonard Skinner, excuse me is getting an all-star tribute, and this has happened before. Uh, I'm assuming uh, they're doing this because of the death of uh, Gary Rossington, you know, the last original living member. Uh, but they every time they do these tributes, at least in the last 10 years to Leonard Skinner, they mess them up. They screw them up because they leave one band in particular out of the tribute. I'll tell you who they have lined up and who they're leaving out here in a minute. It's the BS... On 98 Rock. CMT is going to put an all-star tribute for Leonard Skinner, rightfully so, right, at the uh, CMT Music Awards, which is on CBS April 2nd. I'm sure it's on the Country Music Channel as well, right? Uh, so this, they did a, you know, they did a uh, tribute to Leonard Skinner a couple years ago, I remember. I forget what award show it was on. And I had the same problem then that I have right now. And the, who they have for the tribute. Now, you know, you have a couple guys that, that you know, are associated with the Allman Brothers, right? Like uh, uh, what Chuck Leavell and um, Warren Haynes, which makes sense because the Allman Brothers are a Jacksonville, Florida band. They came up together. Very similar type band. 
You got Billy Gibbons uh, from ZZ Top, and then some country stars like, I guess, Cody Johnson. I don't know who that is. Paul Rogers. Um, Slash is going to be there. I think Slash was on with the last one, too. And then you have Leanne Rimes and Winona Judd uh, coming in, you know, to, to do their thing. All right. So that's all cool. And, and they're all very, very talented artists. Don't get me wrong. But I always think, or I do think, that if you're paying tribute to a band, and there is, and most likely there will be, because if you're paying, tr- paying tribute to a band, that band is big enough that somebody will have covered your song or a song, and that song becomes a big deal, you should have that band mm-hmm. there to play that song. Agreed. I agree with that. And the same issue I had last time they did this is the same one I have here. You've got to have Shinedown. You have to have Shinedown. You know, it's not like no one doesn't know Shinedown. You know, they're, they're, they're arguably the biggest active rock band in the last 20 years. Uh, so, like, people know who they are. Right. right. You know, so it's not like some, you know, indie band or whatnot. Uh, and when they did Simple Man... It was an accident. I don't know if you guys know the story behind it, but so th- this was their first album, and they were actually just doing, you know, they were promoting um, uh, "Leave a Whisper." You know, that's that's what they're uh, that's what they were promoting. They went up to a radio station, now defunct radio station in Boston, WAAF, and the Midday Girl, very talented Midday Girl, uh, Brent and Jason Todd, the guitarist at the time, went in there and for some reason did "Simple Man," and it just blew up. It just got around to every radio wow. station in the country. And because the station that I was at in Orlando launched them, and I launched I launched them, it, you know, it got back to us pretty quick. Right. And so we're playing it. So then the band came back to uh, it was Sanford, Florida, and there's a guy named Tony Battaglia that has done a lot of work with the band, an older guy, been in the business a million years, and re-recorded their debut album, at his studio in Sanford, Florida. That's why it's called the Sanford Sessions, okay. so they could put oh, this on the album, right? Crazy how nowadays they would just release it as a single. You know what I mean? You wouldn't go through all of that effort to remix and rework the album to put it back on. You just put, yeah, you just put it online uh-huh. for people to download. Right. You wouldn't go through all that process. But the, the other part of this story is that Brent and Shinedown got huge backlash at least in the South, because you don't cover Leonard Skinner. Why? You just don't. You, I mean, the, the, the fan base was furious at Brent, so I had to actually have him on my show at the time to explain the background of he and Judy Van Zant. Judy Van Zant still owns the Freebird, I believe, in Jacksonville, and where Leonard Skinner's from. Uh, before Brent broke into the business when he was just had a developmental deal with Atlantic Records. He actually slept on Judy Van Zandt's couch. I think he that's right there is enough qualification in and of itself, isn't it, to cover Leonard Skinner? Their original guitarist, Jason Todd, was once married to Judy Van Zandt's daughter. Has <laughs> a child with her. So like it was it was crazy. I like I had to have him on to explain to people like and it made, you know, news Brent Smith explains that it's okay to cover <laughs> Leonard Skinner. I mean, the song sounds great. Well, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so my point is, is that if you have a successful current artist that successfully has covered the band that you're paying tribute to, it just makes sense because, you know, like if you were going to pay tribute to The Cure, who would you have? Hmm. 
paying tribute to the Cure, then you got to have um, uh, um, who does Blue Monday? Or no, that's that's not the Cure, is it? Blue Monday, three eleven, love three, song. There you go, love song. Okay, right. If you're gonna pay tribute to J. Frank Wilson and the Cavaliers, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I know, I was just a curveball. <laughs> Dang. But they, they was really hoping I could hit that one. They, they, they originally did Last Kiss, which Pearl Jam covered. I had that. I had no idea. Yeah. And the story behind that supposedly is Eddie Vedder and Chris Novoselic from Nirvana were at a diner, and somebody had put Last Kiss on the diner, and Eddie Vedder went over there, and I think Chris Novoselic said you should cover that. Oh, Something like okay. that. I don't know if that. That's what I heard. Anyway, if you were uh, going to cover Thin Lizzy, who would you have? No, oh, hold on. It's um. Oh, say it. I'm gonna get it. Nick, don't, you don't have to leave the room. You can. I'm not leaving the room. I'm trying it. to see who covered it. Well, don't cheat. Yeah. What do you mean, don't cheat? You think no, I just I'm... know who covered Thin Lizzy? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Metallica, whiskey in a jar. <laughs> All right, here's an easy one, please. Okay. Please, I'm looking like an idiot over here. I'm gasping for air. Okay, this one's easy. If you don't get this. You I have are, to leave. Yeah, you really need to leave. Yeah. Uh-oh. If you're going to cover Richie Valens. Richie Valens. Who does La Bamba? Oh, my God. Los Lobos. La, 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 Dude, they made a movie about it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, but isn't that Lou Diamond Phillips? He's not singing it? No, he's oh. not singing it. That is Los Lobos, oh. who actually released it as a single. Uh, I feel like I get to stay a little bit. I knew some. <laughs> I, I knew it was La Bamba. Uh, let's see. If you're going to, I mean, there's probably a lot of different artists, but one in particular. If you're going to pay tribute to Credence Clearwater Revival, <laughs> CCR. Okay, CCR. CCR. You're gonna get. You're gonna go Nikki with D, Tina you, Turner. There you go. Tina Turner to sing. Uh, Bad Mood Rising. Proud Mary. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know why I said Bad Mood Rising. Did you guess Tina Turner? I didn't. No, I knew Tina Turner, but I don't know why I didn't say Proud Mary. I said Bad Mood Rising because that's the one I had in my head. <laughs> And and because you know CCR did Proud Mary first, mm-hmm. a, lot, yes. a lot of people don't realize like a lot of these songs that you know when and then he got robbed when like, we when we grow up in our generation is just we just don't realize their covers or especially the movies their remakes which is not a, like I don't have a problem with that it's fine I mean it's just if it's that good and you can creatively make it even better possibly mm-hmm. for a new generation then then so be it that's what we were talking about the other day how now we've gotten to an age where when we hear a song we recognize it's a cover. Yes, or, or the samples, know. you know, like you, you'll you'll hear, especially in pop and hip hop music, they'll sample older songs. And now I've gotten to the age where I go, oh, God, I remember that's the original. That's not that. That's an Aaliyah song or that's mm-hmm. a you know, this the, song, you know, the best thing to ever happen to especially rock, classic rock and old pop is social media. TikTok. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. It's the best thing for those people, because, you know, for the most part, their careers were done. You know, they, they came and they went and that's it. But now with the resurgence of the songs that you can play, now you can play behind just a picture, which is, you know, <laughs> phenomenal. And they get, you know, I'm sure they don't get a lot of money for it, but still the promotion is great. So there's no original members of Leonard Skinner living. Uh, Gary Rosington just passed away not that long ago of 71. Um, Artemis Pyle's still alive. And he's, he's I'm a, I guess he'd be the longest living member he came in after bob burns left after their first year and artemis is a good dude really good dude uh very opinionated guy uh so if you've never seen if i leave here tomorrow the documentary that's out came out in uh, 2018 i believe it is absolutely amazing just the story there's probably not another rock band 
or I'm sorry, there's probably not another band that exists that has the story of Leonard Skinner. I mean, they died in a in a plane crash, right. oh not or not all of them, but they went down in a yeah. plane crash. Mm-hmm. You know, you even take Bob Burns, who died later in life in Georgia. He had a mailbox with his car, the original drummer. So it's just everybody. God. Artemis Pyle, you know, all these guys have been shot. Uh, Artemis Pyle, I think, was in another plane accident. If memory serves, I think he said. Have that. we not? Did he not say I that? I think he said that when we talked. To him. Yeah, I think he said he was like in two plane accidents. Like, why? Why would you go? I wouldn't even. Go, well, I guess you would go back on a plane. You're like, what are the odds? Have to <laughs> at that point. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that would actually make me an okay flyer if I got in one accident and survived. Like, what are the odds of it happening again? Right. <laughs> uh, that guy like died like 18 times and is still alive. You know, and a badass. So, I mean, you'll watch it. Because it's Leonard Skinner, and Leonard Skinner is one of the greatest Americana rock bands of all time. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Artists that you like today that have nothing to do, like you could care less about Leonard Skinner, I guarantee at least one of the artists that you appreciate have influ- have been influenced by that band, mm-hmm. or at mm-hmm. least that Southern blues rock from back in the day day. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But let's get it right, award show people. Have artists, current artists that have success with the tribute artist's work to come on out, even if it's just for a little bit, or just have Brent go out there. Or make right. an appearance. You know? They have so many people that come in and out for those anyway, so throw it them is in there. absolutely silly. It just does not make sense. And I like to make sense of things. So, All right, your first round of headlines. These will be two big stories from today. Nikki D's got you. Uh, what do you got? I'm going to tell you what people are stealing from a South Sac neighborhood and who is threatening exposure if they don't get an apology. All right, get you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Here we go. Let's get smart. Go ahead, Nikki D. Catalytic converter theft is once again on the rise. H1. He steps out of the truck and crawls under the SUV. Only about 60 seconds go by and he reemerges from under the vehicle, holding what he came for, the excursion's catalytic converter. The Land Park neighborhood in South Sacramento is being hit with a rash of theft. And the things that's being stolen from their neighborhood is, once again, catalytic converters and people are stealing things off people's porches. What is that? Um, it's a, a part that goes up underneath your car. The catalytic converter. Uh, the catalytic. Con- I, hold on over there. I, I knew she didn't know, but I don't know either. So, uh, so we're in the same boat. I have looked this up so many times, and I'm because I'm not a mechanic. I just can't explain what it does, but I know exactly what it looks like, how much it costs. All right, Nelson, what is it? It takes unspent fuel, stuff that the engine didn't burn, and then converts it it burns it essentially inside the converter i knew that that's that's exactly what i was getting ready to tell you well when somebody (laughs) steals this off of your car it costs you anywhere between 250 to three thousand dollars to get it replaced yeah 250 you're lucky if you get it for 250 that's a huge gap for a part well the problem is that so many catalytic converters now come especially like on your truck i bet your truck's got four or uh four or five catalytic converters on it so it comes as one big unit and it's then got individual converters on it because it's all about fuel emissions. So it's to stop all of this extra gas from being spent and spewed out into the, the air. That's what the, the precious metal inside it does as it converts it. So the like the two biggest things that people steal, like these catalytic converters, mm-hmm. 
All right. And, and then uh, copper from your your, yes, your from a, your AC unit. Your AC unit, right? Yep. yep. I always where do you take it? I mean, what are the chances of us actually getting somebody on the phone that steals this stuff? <laughs> I don't know. But I think oh. they take it to, like, the scrap yards, mm-hmm. the junkyards, and get money for them. That's why some states are trying to pass laws where, like, these scrap yards cannot buy this stuff from people. What do you do? Do they take it to the scrap yards or do they take it to somebody that, you, you, like, is there a big market on the black? Like, is there a big black market for this? Are there people that are going, man, I need a catalytic converter for my car and I just... I can't afford three thousand dollars. Oh, this guy's you know on the dark web. He's got it for eight hundred. I'm going to go to him. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's really? a lot of places you can go on the websites to get them. Um, some mechanics, unfortunately, mechanic shops or will take stolen ones from people. Oh, that's another. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. So you're going to a mechanic. Yep. And they don't know where they got it. They just bought the part. Yep. The part's good. It's brand new. Mm-hmm. And they'll put it on. And now you have a stolen catalytic converter. converter. Yep. On your vehicle. Yep. And a cop pulls you over and he says, I need to check your ca- <laughs> catalytic converter. That's a stolen piece of property. And then you go to jail uh-huh. for a, for for driving on a stolen catalytic converter. I don't know where the serial number is on the catalytic converter, but sure. He's got a black light pen. He's just looking at it. Son of a bitch. That's actually mine. It was stolen two weeks ago. All right. So what are they going to do about it? What's the What's the conclusion of the story? Well, there's not much that they can do. The no. co- only thing the cops is asking people is to not confront them. If you see them out in front of your house stealing it, just call the cops and let them handle it. Then you lock it up. Can you lock your catalytic converter? In the garage with your car in the garage, yeah. No, you can't lock it on your No, car. they'll cut it out. Like, they want what's inside the converter more for the precious metal that's in there. It's like the same stuff your cell phone is built out of. You should wrap it in barbed wire. <laughs> Put a razor blade in there so when they go to try to cut it, they slice their their hand open. All right, second story. Ace Freely was not happy with the comment made by former band member H2. Uh, they were demanding, quite honestly, that we play with the two original guys, Peter and Ace. And at this point, that would be demeaning to the band and also would give some people confusion because if you saw people on stage who looked like kiss but sounded like that maybe we should be called piss right (laughs) (laughs) these comments uh, were made by paul stanley when they were on howard stern's show and ace freely is pretty upset about it and he says basically he has one week to apologize or he's going to put out all of their secrets he has 120 pages worth of dirt on both Paul and Gene Simmons, and he's going to go public with it. Not Gene. They're, they're friends. You're, you're, well, you're... it says uh, he's going to ruin both Paul and Gene Simmons here. Really? No. That's what this says. I don't know if I believe that. Okay. Yeah. Well. I think, <laughs> look, there's not a bigger band that's ever existed that's a bigger marketing band than Kiss. <laughs> right. They know how to self-promote. They know what they're doing. If this is the final run for Kiss... This is brilliant to bring attention to yourself. So you saying this is just all a publicity stunt? Yeah, I, 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 they've, they've just been. I mean, I know there's, there's the unsettled heat within the band, uh, but I, there's, there's no way that that they, they would do that to each other. Not because they're going out. This is them going. Well, allegedly supposed to be. I mean, they've had a, they have a few of these going out parties, but yeah. <laughs> you know, if this is they're going out, you're not going to go out for your fans. It's all about the fans and the music. You're not going to go out like that. You're not going to go out like a middle school kid saying, I've got dirt on you. 
You know I don't what I mean? know. When I was researching this story, this is this is yeah. all drama, like reality TV. See, to, to bring people to the shows. To, <laughs> because eventually, the last show that they do, I believe they've got, the last two shows they do, they do are, in, are Madison Square Garden. There's going to be a special moment, a special mm-hmm. night where you will see ex-band members, I guarantee it. As if it were the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Right. He said he has a week. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, in a week, he's going to go, you've got a week to do this. They're just going to keep going back and forth until that uh-huh. Madison Square Garden date. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all supposed to get roped into it. We'll see. I'm cool with it. That's fine. All right. Uh, Aftershock will be here October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park here in Sacramento. GNR, Corn, Tool, Biscuit, Godsmack, Venge Sevenfold, Pantera, 311. So many more bands. It is uh, going to be an amazing, amazing weekend. Courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents. You can buy those tickets aftershockfestival.com, which if you don't win them here on 98 Rock or with the BS, I highly suggest you do. But I do have a pair for you right now. You can pick either Mua or the lovely Nikki D. Who almost won last week. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do Game of Tones. This week's topic, Nelson, is what? Kings. Kings. Mm-hmm. All right. So we get a point when we know the tone, sound, noise, if you will, whatever it is. We get two points if it's a song and you can get the artist and the song. Mm-hmm. All right. That's how it works. But we need some players. All right. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. Aftershock passes up for grabs. Game of Tones here next. The BS on 98 Rock. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, 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 I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Tones. All right, welcome back. It's the BS here on 98 Rock. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson getting ready to get these aftershock passes in your pocket uh, for Game of Tones. And the theme this week is Kings. And you said that before the break, and I was like, why? I was like, oh, that's right, because the Kings made the playoffs, dummy. Yes, they did. I'm sorry. I just total mind lapse right there. Right. Uh, So Nelson will have different noises, sounds, tones, if you will. And then Nikki and I have to buzz in. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment uh, for their player will get these tickets for Aftershock. So we've got Susie and Sack. How are you, Susie? I'm great. How are you doing today? Excellent. Got any plans this weekend? It's going to be beautiful outside. Yeah, been something outdoors, uh, hiking probably. Yeah, there you beautiful. go. Yeah, so take a hike. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not. Somebody laugh in the background? I wasn't trying to. I was like, like take a hike. All right, Susie, uh, who do you want to play for you? Me or Nikki? Uh, you. You, me. Okay, excellent. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> and then we got Willie and Sack. How are you, Willie? Good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. What are your weekend plans, Willie? Uh, ride my Harley a little bit and do some yard work. At a boy. Is it old school OG Harley or you got one of those new electric jobs? No, it's a 2020 lowrider. Are you are you anti-electric Harley? Yeah, definitely anti-electric Harley. Yeah, most of, like you're old school probably, right? OG guy? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, gotcha. All right, brother. Uh, you got Nikki D, so just uh, hope All for right. the best. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get it, your buzzing sound? Fave. Fave, and I got a woo! All right, Nelson, you're going to take it away. 
Uh, everything for Game of Tones this week is Kings related. Movies, noises, sounds, commercials, songs, two point for a song, one for the artist, one for the song itself. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment wins for their player. All right, take it away. That would be Jason Bailey. That is the king, Elvis Presley. Mm -hmm. And for a second point. Oh, oh, well, hold on. I'm not done. Jailhouse Rock. That is correct. Would you relax? (laughs) You got to let him fit. You got to let the guy finish, right? Stressing me out. I knew that. (laughs) That one. She was ready for that one. How about. While some are born to feast. Spend their lives. Jason Bailey. King Arthur. That is incorrect. Dave. Go ahead, Nick D. Um, The King of Egypt. Woo! That would be... Woo! Jason Bailey. Game of Thrones. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the rest of the clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. While some are born to feast, others spend their lives in the dark. Begging for scraps. Faith. Go ahead. The Make Lion King. The Lion King is. Everything Let's go. Absolutely <laughs> correct. Wow. Nicely done over there. Never seen it, but that was good. Yeah. You never seen the Lion King? Tight work on the floor. Yeah. All right. You've yeah. never seen the Lion King. That's crazy to me. How about um? Where did all my? Here we go. Sorry. One second here. Waiting. I know the stupid button's not going. Woo. Jason <laughs> Bailey. That's not King's X. That is not King's X. Faith. King, King of Leon. No, King's, King's of Leon. Leon. That's a good guess. I mean, that's not. No, it's not, but <laughs> that's clever that you threw that out there. Ugh. Uh, oh my God! I'm gonna kick myself. I yeah, know. Are. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Let's hear it one more time. Oh, woo! Go ahead, Metallica. Jason Bailey. Ooh, Metallica. He says, and that would be incorrect. <laughs> woo! Jason Bailey. King nothing. King nothing is. It's incorrect. still incorrect. I know. Oh. <laughs> okay, I, we don't know. It would be know. hail to the king. By Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, I know that. Oh, wow. That's the key. Yeah, that's... Dang. A, oh, dang, she did know it. She did she, know it. She's, <laughs> she's been to Avenged Sevenfold concert. Yeah, yeah. God, they sound like a lot like Metallica in that. Don't they? my headphones. Yeah, they, they really do on that one. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah. yeah. Let's go with... I speak to you today with feelings of profound Woo! sorrow. Go ahead. Jason Bailey. That would be... The the Queen. King, King, that would be. Faith. You gotta give the guy a second. Five. You ain't that, counting. That would Four, be the King of three, England. Faith. And his name would be Philip. Faith. <laughs> Nikki D. King Henry. No. Woo. <laughs> Jason Bailey. Andrew. <laughs> Come on. Now, what's the dude's name? Come on. Just, just need a king's name, and we will. Be. Go ahead, Jason Bailey. Arthur. I just said that. Oh, well, I said it differently. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think I was gonna buzz him? Imagine she jumps over the she jumps over the counter because. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Go face. ahead, Mr. Jason Bailey. Charles, <gasps> King Charles. Listen, Mary has King see his face. Charles, just like the name of my dogs. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, you should know that just because of that, know. shouldn't you? No. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? That's why it'll never work. You have me Woo. Go ahead, Mr. Jason Bailey. That is uh, uh, the, uh, Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston is correct. Get but do you out have, of here. <laughs> do you have the name of the song yeah. for an Faith. extra point? Yes. Faith. It is. Baby slap that ass. Faith. <laughs> Nikki D. It's Beautiful Girl. Beautiful what? Woo! Girl. Go, go Woo! Uh, incorrect. Woo! Jason Bailey. Beautiful Woman. That is incorrect. Woo! Woo! Beautiful Lady. That's incorrect. Woo! Faith. Go ahead, Nikki D. Way too beautiful girl. She's like right on the edge. Woo! 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 Way too beautiful babies. No, right, I don't know that. Beautiful girls. Oh, oh, come on, Nelson. What? Well, I'm supposed to well, like that's well, the. Oh well. wow. Okay. If, if they would have put beautiful girl on the album, oh, it would have been incorrect. So gosh. that is the right move. That is the right. right like place. I thought that's what I was supposed well, to you do. You could have gave me that point four to one. Oh, crushing. Okay, go four to one. Oh, Tell me which do you favor? Your fingers or your tongue? Your grace. Fingers or your tongue. If you got to keep one, which would it be? Woo! Mr. Jason Bailey. Harry Potter. <laughs> Faith. Nikki D. Alice in Wonderland. What? Woo! Jason Bailey. Oh. The, um, what's that show? The Queen, um, The Queen's Gamut. The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you say gamut or gambit? I don't know. It <laughs> matter. I, Neither I, one of them are correct. Whatever I said is the right one. Give me this one. Tell one. me which do you favor? Your fingers or your tongue? Your grace? Fingers or your tongue. If you got to keep one, which would it be? <laughs> oh, my God. Nikki D, you should know this. I should know this? Yes, you should. Based on all the trash you've talked about, how much you know about this. Five. <sighs> Oh, wow. How much I know about it? Woo! Go ahead, Jason Bailey. King Black Penis? <laughs> I'll take the show at this point. <laughs> I'll take the There's something you know something about. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> That's the I'm trying to figure out what I know. <laughs> All right, what's the answer? We're That'd be one. King Joffrey Baratheon of Game of Thrones. Didn't I say oh, Game of Thrones? Oh my gosh, you didn't say it this time though. Yeah, but you said it on the last. Oh, yeah, but well, you said it on the last one. It's you? a proxy, like cold <laughs> over. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Faith, Woo! Nikki D. That would be the King of Crunk, Lil John, and Esau boys. You get one point. Thank you. What's the name of the song? You were incorrect in the name get of the low. song. Get low. Get low. Well, does he? Is that how that works? Is she allowed to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is get low. Well, but I thought you said the king of what? Well, but I thought you said the same name of the song was Kings of Crunk. No, That's all I, I was said a- that is the king okay, of Crunk, Lil John. Yeah. Gotcha. That's why he's called a king. She can add to it. Excuse yeah. me. I thought that she was saying that. Uh, you just the song don't want to get my points today, Neil. Dang! I, what's don't look at me. That was good. I knew that though. Kind of. I, I know, know that. why I had to hurry and buzz in because I know you know Lil John. I didn't know the king of <gasps> what is it Crunk. He's called the King of Crunk. Yeah. yeah. And that is the album as well, the King of. Oh, of course it is. About this. His life, he thought, was lacking luster. What he needed was more gold. The god sent Woo! the power Go to ahead. turn would be to gold. King Solomon. Mm. Woo! Jason Bailey. King Midas. There he is, King Midas. How did he 
you come up with that? <laughs> well, Midas. One of them. Yeah. Is correct. Five, five to three. Okay, how about this king? Amor de comprendan, amor de pasado. Go ahead, Nikki D. Uh, Mamba King. Mamba King is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had one of those at Mamba Juice the other day. <laughs> Mamba Juice. They asked me what size. I said Mamba King, of course. Oh, Woo! <laughs> Go ahead, Jason Bailey. That is the beautiful, soothing sounds of one Jose Rodriguez. No. <laughs> I can't believe you recognize this song, don't you? No. No. You don't recognize by that downbeat that's coming up. Oh, Selena. Yeah. So, no, it's not Selena. Right, go. One more yes. No. Nope. The no. Gypsy Kings. That would be nope. Bamboleo. Bamboleo. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start having Megan and promotions do this. <laughs> Picking some dumb stuff. <laughs> dumb stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let's go, Nelson. I've had two boyfriends most of my life. Faye, Faye. Go ahead, Nikki D. That is Joe married. Exotic. Ah, the oh, Tiger King. Tiger King. Very good. Yes. Making the a comeback, King. baby. Five to four. Mm-hmm. For two points. To walk with me around the lake tonight. Around the lake tonight. Just gonna sing it. You gonna buzz me in? (laughs) 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 You just gonna sing it, but you're not gonna buzz in. Oh, there ain't gonna be any. I hate when this happens. (laughs) There's gonna be any buzzing. (laughs) Play again. Faith. Okay, go ahead, Nikki D. Kings of Leon. No. (laughs) 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 Woo. Go ahead, Jason Bailey. King's X. King's no, it is not. <laughs> oh, well, no, it's not Static X. No, uh, no it's not Static X. Uh, <laughs> how do I not know that? Oh, we just played How do the you other not day, know it? You just sung every word. I know. I love this song. Because you're not going to find the name of the song in the lyrics. The late tonight. Around. You said we're not going to find it? All right, go get past this because okay. people are yelling at us. This would be the Toadies. The possum, Toadies Possum Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. God, I'm an idiot. Dang, you are for that because oh, you knew all the words. Would you slap my hand? Here you go. Oh my Thank God. you. Thank you. I'm so sorry that we did not get the Tonys. <laughs> Where's Megan? Possum. <laughs> Where's Megan? Is Megan, does she know something about the Tonys that well, I don't know? You know, I mean, when you throw me with that the, the Spaniard fella, you know, my, <laughs> my, my my game's all off. I can't concentrate now. Oh, my God. How about Megan? Can you come on, us, I got a chance to come back. Can you give us this one? Behind the wall! Faith! Go ahead, Nikki D. You saw something. Oh, wait, behind the wall. We already did Game of Thrones. No, we're doing it right now. Um, I mean, Game of Thrones, behind the wall. Are, are we doing Jon Snow? You want the character? We are not doing another Game of Thrones. Okay. I will. Tell, I can tell you that. All right, well, you're done. You can't ask Dang. questions. Give me an answer. <laughs> I did. I said Jon Snow. I want to hear the clip. Shush. Behind the wall! You saw something. What took her? Faith! Go ahead, Nikki D. King Kong. King Kong would be. Oh. Wow. Hey, right here. Tight work. What do we got? A tie here? We got a tie. This is it. This we is got it. A tie. This is it right here. This is the last one. So pick a Let's pick a, a relevant one. Let's go. And not some Spaniard that nobody knows. Oh, <laughs> not some Spaniard for all the marbles right here. 
Here's Johnny. Woo! Oh! Jason Bailey. That is The Shining. And that would be correct, yes. <laughs> that would be absolutely correct, The Shining. Oh, oh. you know what that means, that Bailey? Means... What, what, is that, what is that a king, though? Who wrote The Shining? Oh, Stephen, Stephen King. King. Oh, very Stephen clever. Stephen freaking King. Yeah, very clever. You know what that means? That means that, well, you're I'm Tony really Tony good Tony. at this game, actually. <laughs> or you're just really bad. We've done it three weeks in a row, and I've yeah. won three weeks in a row, which makes me the first ever Tony BS Tony. in Sacramento at 98 Rock, Tony Tone Tone, world heavyweight champion of the world. We need to get a trophy. Mm. We got one coming on the way. It's on the way. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is Nate sent in it? No. Oh. No. He Nelson bought- did it. You bought it? Yes. Yep. That a boy. Yeah, Ooh. baby. This guy's turning over a new hamburger <laughs> bun. And we had a. Can't pick uh, any clips for the Game of Tones game, but I can at least. <laughs> I can at least get a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> you're now your job on this show now is just to buy stuff. Okay, <laughs> Megan, you're gonna come in here and do the bit. <laughs> All right, that's fun. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Susie, what's up? You're gonna win. You did win. Oh, it's cool. Woo! Mm-hmm. So excited. Yeah, yeah. Who are you looking forward to seeing at Aftershock? Who's your fave? Fave it. Uh, Megadeth, Tool. Yeah. Oh, you're a hard rock chick, huh? Huh? Yeah. 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 You head banger, you got tattoos all over your face? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Is that is that your boyfriend or husband? No. <laughs> oh, is it guy you're cheating on your husband with? <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Whoa. Is it is no, it No, no, no. Oh. No. Who's the guy? I... Who's I hear him in the background. Huh? It's a friend. It's a girl. Oh, that's a girl. Oh, I apologize. That's a girl. It sounds like a dude. <laughs> Are you cheating on your husband with a girl? No. Oh, okay. She what? sounds suspect. Would you if I had extra aftershock? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're awesome, Susie. Thanks so much. Tell your friend I apologize for thinking that it was a guy. Um, you hang on the phone. We got to get some information, and we'll see you out there, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening. Sorry, Willie. I think Willie tried earlier this week, too. It just didn't work out for him again, so it kind of sucks. What am I going to talk we were about? close. Oh, yeah, this guy going to jail. <laughs> oh, you can't do this. Oh, no. Not at all. No, you can't do it. This is going to bring back so much, especially the way that I, I pitched this story to you guys. It's, it's going to be, guys, this is going to bring back, maybe even ladies too, but this is going to bring back a lot of bad memories because every single guy had this problem earlier in their life, late teens, early 20s. The difference is this guy went to jail for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crime now. So I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. <laughs> Look at that. Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers has a new podcast on the Odyssey app. I'm very much pro podcasts. Uh, we put a podcast up on the Odyssey app. Flea's got a new one uh, called This Little Light. That dude has got some amazing stories. Uh, talk about another band that's got some great stories. And the first two episodes just came out. They will be released every Thursday. Uh, the first episode, he's got Rick Rubin on, uh, the great producer, right? And he'll have different guests and whatnot. So. Check that out. The Odyssey app you should have on your phone anyway. It's a fantastic app. It's very user-friendly. I'm not just saying that because we work for Odyssey and we are on the app. I would be completely honest with you and tell you if I didn't like the app, but I do. It's been revamped, and it's very user-friendly. That was part of the conversation when I came here because I'm a podcast guy. Anyway, so uh, check out that one. Check out ours. Check out everybody's. This is calling a woman a lot, 
right? When you're dating or you like somebody, get their get their phone number, get their digits. Uh, that's a guy thing. Women don't do that to guys, right? No. Because the you know the, the the old theory is like from the our parents is like you don't call a boy, the boy calls you. Yeah, I mean that is an old school mentality, but some women still kind of have it embedded. Like I'm not calling you every second of the day. Do you, you don't you don't call boys? Not a lot. I don't. No, I'm I'm guilty of that too. Yeah, but now they probably just they, I think they go get, hit me up uh get, get in my DMs or something like that. Right? Yeah, it's a lot more lingo. texting now anyway. So I, I couldn't I couldn't speak the lingo. I no. could if I were dating or were single, I'd be like hit me up in my DMs like like I don't even I can't even I, I can't even check my DMs on my Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if it's primary or general or I've got a request. It's just too confusing. Oh, you got to keep them you got to keep them girls in the general until they move up. They got to earn the primary boy. Well, I, I don't have that problem, first off. <laughs> but when people do get into my, what is it, slide into slide my. In. Slide yeah. in. your DM. I'm sorry if I don't reply because I just don't see them. I don't get a notification. Anyway, this 44-year-old guy from Maryland, he's facing up to five years in the big house in jail because he just destroyed his ex-girlfriend's phone with 815 calls. And he did this in a 48-hour period. Which is ridiculous. Why didn't she, why didn't she block him? She probably did, but even when you block somebody, you can see how many calls or texts they've made. It shows up in your block folder. Oh, I don't even know about that. I've never blocked a phone number. I've blocked plenty. Derek Bowers, that's the dude's name. They broke it down in this uh, article. Seventeen. That's 17 times an hour, once every three and a half minutes. And that's for 48 hours. That's two days. This guy, every three and a half minutes, called her or texted her. He had nothing else to do. Like, he just walked around and held his phone and kept repressing her number, which is insane. You never done that, though? No. So here's the thing. When you get this story like this and they talk about, you know, the guy's going, I guess, what is it, harassment? It's harassment, and it's illegal now. And they had to do that for the creeps who was harassing women, and they ended up killing them. So, so they had to put something in place. Good for good for good for them for arresting. Yeah, he was charged with cyber stalking because it's very difficult for people in general, just not women, but people, to get a uh, a, 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 a what is it, a protection order? Yeah, yes, restraining a restraining order. order. Restraining order. I try. I had a stalker one time, and it was like jumping through hoops of fire in order to go down there. It Somebody w- took out a restraining order on me before, but the judge didn't grant it. Well, that I understand. Why would you understand I, that? I know you very well, Nikki D, and I am afraid of you sometimes. So, yes. A restraining order is for harassment, not some one time somebody beating you up. Well, yeah, but that one time you beat me up was scars me for life. Well, <laughs> she deserved it. So. so you beat somebody up? Yeah, one of my, we were, we were roommating, and she started acting crazy, and I came home from work one day, and she had changed a lot. So I couldn't get in to get my things out. So I called the police like, you know, I live here, been living here for this amount of time. She changed the lock and they tried to get her to open the door because she was inside and she wouldn't come out. So this cop pulls me to the side and he was like, I'm telling you this off the record. Technically, this is your residence. You can enter it however you see fit. And I said, noted. So I waited until the police left. And then me and my friend went back to her mother's house and we got an act. And then we came back, and I bust out. The you got back. an axe or an ask? An axe. Oh, like the like you chop wood okay. with. Well, some, okay? you say axe, I get confused. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't so, know if you got an ask to go in no. there. And, okay. So we came back, and I bust out the back sliding glass, and I went in and got my stuff out. All right, for everyone listening right now, please stick around for another hour. <laughs> Remember this conversation. 
Trust me. Okay. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Never heard that story before. But just remember in an hour, that story that Nikki D just told you. It's very important for what I'm going to tell you in about an hour. <laughs> so, yeah. So I went in. I got my things out. And in the process, she comes out of the room because when she hears the glass shattering, and she thinks her. somebody's breaking in. <laughs> I didn't kill her. I just beat her up. <laughs> with an axe. I didn't even be, I didn't hit her with the axe. I only hit her with my hand. The how, handle. How, just how, the handle. No. How, how many times is a, like, have you, have you had a freaky guy just, uh, uh, like, stalker? I don't want to say, see, here's the thing is, and I, and I said this before the break, guys are going to cringe when I tell you this story because now you're questioning if you're a stalker or something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Because every guy back in the day, day, I mean, especially before social media and you can track people and all that stuff and you might've gone out with somebody and you don't know where they're at and you just keep calling and calling. Mm. Somehow you justify it in your head, but it comes across when it's all said and done as you, this crazy stalker, jealous guy, mm-hmm. but you're just trying to get a hold of them. And in the guy's mind, you're sitting there going, I hope she realizes how much I care because I've not left my couch for 10 hours. <laughs> And I've consistently <laughs> called her and left her voice messages. I even beeped her a couple of times and she hasn't returned my beep, my page. You call somebody three times tops in a day and they don't answer, leave them alone. You don't call somebody 800 times. The best, uh, the best uh, movie moment for said conversation, swingers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. When John Favreau just, hey, look, uh, hey, it's, uh, it's me. I, we met. To, beep. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I just tried to call again and I got cut off. And just real quick, if you give me a call back, five, 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 beep. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know if you were in the shower or not. <laughs> <laughs> she finally calls back and says, don't ever call me again. Period. Because you're crazy. But every guy's done it. Yes. Right? Yes. You know, and, mm-hmm. and we're not, there's nothing wrong with neither, either Nelson or I. I don't know. I would say there's nothing wrong with you, but there's probably, there's probably several things wrong with me. But you're not a stalker. No, 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 no. What ha- what the times that I can remember it happening were I get a- I would get obsessed about things. It was before I had myself diagnosed for ADHD and hyperfixation and all that, right? So I would get focused on like just give me an answer. Like I not answering is the answer, you know, but I couldn't as a younger man, I couldn't see past that. So, so how I'm many just- times would you call somebody? Mm-hmm. So let me, let, let me let me wow. finish this story. The reason why Derek Bowers was arrested is because Joshua Nelson set a precedent <laughs> in 2012. <laughs> I think you're about right on 2012. He said 50 times. That's insane. Uh-huh. How, I will, how long of a period of time? Like two hours. I will agree. That's, That's I, I take back everything I just said. <laughs> I'm not with him. Yeah, I'm insane. <laughs> I, I, we, we didn't come to the party together. I'm better now. I, get, I'm, I have see therapy. I, I have a psychiatrist. Everything's fine now. Was this your ex-wife? Uh, no, it was pre-ex-wife. No. no. Mm. Why, what, what, what did you want to ask this person? I just want, She was ghosting me. Like, You know what I mean? Like, I thought there was something there, there, that was there, and there, we went on a date. It was a date. I was crazy, man. I broke a payphone. Nikki, do you want to ask how, how it ended? <laughs> I don't have to ask. She ghosted him. See, there you go. There's the axe again. I that didn't know if you took it. that with you in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me insane, by the way. That's why I pick on it. All right, your second round of headlines. Two big stories from today, Nikki D. I'm going to tell you what new request is out regarding AI and who the jury sided with in a Gwyneth Paltrow trial. The rapper? What rapper? AI. Oh, that's T.I. No. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Just trying to be hip and cool. 
All right, uh, second round of headlines. Get learned a little bit. Stick around. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all All right, second round of headlines. Nikki D, go ahead. Artificial intelligence has now scared the very people who built it. H3. In an open letter, they warned this. AI systems with human competitive intelligence can can pose profound risk to society. The founder, who was a part of building artificial intelligence, along with Elon Musk, Steve Wozniak, and some others, sent an open letter out asking for a six-month halt on any more AI system learning projects or, or things like that. And the actual founder of it, he didn't necessarily agree with what, with what Elon Musk and the other guy was saying. He thinks it needs to be shut down completely. Mm-hmm. I think they're now getting afraid of what's happening with these AIs, and he thinks that it could wipe out the human race. I agree with that. It Steve, will. Steve Wozniak is the uh, co-founder of Apple. Okay. With Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elon Musk is, you know, Elon Musk. Yeah, we know mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and who's the guy? Who's the other guy? Who's the main guy? So the founder is Elazir Yadowski. That just sounds smart. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 it terrifies me. Yeah. Because here's the thing is like if, if AI, well, when AI starts functioning on its own mm-hmm. and, you know, we start building robots and things that ai can function in and move around in and mm-hmm. possibly cause harm yep the the different the big difference is there's no emotion there's no rationing like if you a human being as evil as a human being might be i'm not saying all human beings there's obviously an exceptional few I mean, we saw this just the other day in nashville right uh but there's still we possess emotion empathy like even the worst people on the face of the planet like the shooter in nashville if they would have with those guns in that school, seen somebody that they cared for, they would not have shot them. Exactly. AI is not, uh, mm-hmm. you're not going to get that. You get logic you, from AI. It, right. It's like, you're, I'm this, you're that, you're dead. You know? Well, and the other Terminator. thing. Terminator. Right. The other th- problem with it, uh, Bailey, is the fact that it's going to evolve so fast once it becomes aware and mm-hmm. can, can sustain itself that we're not going to be able to keep up anyway. So the, imagine the distance between when there was no printing press to the printing press and then from the printing press to the computer. Mm-hmm. That's going to start happening in seconds. You know who I don't want to be? I want to be that older black woman in uh, iRobot. You know, the one that was like kind of the mother to Will Smith. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, with the pie. And she was so sweet and you know, mm-hmm. she was so caring. And then the robot wouldn't let her leave the house. That made me so mad. <laughs> it was the equivalent of like when a dog dies in a movie to me. Right. When you do that to an old person, I right. just, I was, I can't watch that scene in that movie because it infuriates me. Aww. I'm like, I can't believe that won't, they, that robot won't let that nice old lady outside of her house. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we shouldn't have this technology. Exactly. All right, second one. Gwyneth Paltrow's ski trial has come to an end. H4. Has the jury reached a verdict? Was Gwyneth Paltrow at fault? No. Was Terry Sanderson at fault? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, of course, the jury has come back on this trial and said that Gwyneth Paltrow was not at fault. They awarded her a settlement amount of a dollar. That's all she was countersuing for because she knew that she was innocent. And this whole um, Terry Sanders guy, right, he was just out for money. He, he claims that he wasn't. But this incident happened in 2016. He doesn't sue her until 2019. And then he has all these ridiculous stories that he's made up that the jury just was not buying at Isn't he all. a doctor? Yeah. 
Yes. Like, he's got cash. He does, but he wants hers, too. And it seems like he kind of has a thing out for celebrities because he made a comment during the trial that we don't hold them accountable, and he threw out Jeffrey Epstein's name, and the judge told the jury, strike it. Like, don't even listen to that. Uh, she she flipped the script and, and started planting seeds of possible, uh, it was strategic, it was set up, it was sexual harassment, you know, which was smart. I mean, if you're playing the jury game, right? Well, you just start throwing that out there, and you're like, yeah, I heard these noises, and I just didn't know what to think, and, you know, it just came out from nowhere. Because the, the, what happened was is they, they crashed on a small scheme. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then he claims that there are all these damages, and he originally wanted like $3.5 million. $3 million, and, and they told him no. So he dumbed it down to, was it like- three hundred dollars $300,000. Yep. And then they said no again. Mm-mm. And they gave so if you win a dollar, like remember Taylor Swift just asked for a dollar mm-hmm. and that radio DJ, yeah. she claims that he put his hand on he her butt, her. Uh, which eh, I don't know about that. But anyway, so she just claimed she wanted to make a point and she 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 wanted a dollar. Right. Do they really get the dollar? And what do they do with the dollar once they get it? Like, is it an actual dollar, or do they, does the judge Venmo them? Does well, it, well, is, for, it, is it coming at direct deposit, AC, ACH? What is it? For a long time, that guy hadn't paid it, so I don't even know if he has, because that was the headline that came out after that. Even then, he had not made a ceremonial $1 payment. Is that, did that guy ever work again? Yeah, he did. He got hired in uh, um, uh, Missouri. It's somewhere just outside of St. Louis. Well, didn't that happen? Like, well, it was in Denver, right? Uh-huh. He was, a de- he was a DJ in Denver at a country station. He's the reason why I stopped uh, touching people in pictures. Yeah, it's a smart move. Because I go, look. Let's say, devil's advocate, this guy didn't do it, right? Now I'm being accused of it, and I didn't do it. No one's going to believe I didn't do it. I don't think he did it. I've taken a lot of pictures with a lot of you know artists that mm-hmm. come through the studio, female artists, and you put your, I mean, you're not trying to do anything. Exactly. If, it, if he did touch it, it was an accident. There's been a lot of people that's accidentally touched my boobs. They used to be a lot bigger than they are now, and I've never felt like anybody intentionally did it. They're there. They're kind of large. Mm. Somebody puts their arm around you, they might touch you. Well, in all fairness, Nikki D's breasts are, like, they used to be, like she said, really big. So mm-hmm. she's talking about people in different states bumping yeah. into them. <laughs> That's how big they are. <laughs> now it's if somebody in a different city or town. <laughs> she'll just be walking down the street, and she'll just feel this brush, and it's like, oh, yeah, that was a guy in Folsom. <laughs> uh uh, all right, you want to participate in this one? I got a question for you. Uh, if you've ever, like, you know, people that go surfing and skydiving, and, you know, we were just talking about Leonard Skinner got in a, uh, the, the plane accident years ago, and, like, Artemis Powell went back, you know, they went back on a plane. Why is it that you, if this is you, continue to do the thing that hurts you, right? You might love it, love it, love it, love it, but you almost died from doing it. So if that's you and an incident happened, I'd love for you to answer that question because we're going to bring up the journey, uh, Jeremy Renner stuff and his accident. He sat down with Diane Sawyer this week, and I just don't get it. Like He's like, I'm going to go back on a snowplow. Why? <laughs> it's just silly. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson. It is indeed. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Let me try that again. 916-909-0985. I think I messed up the O. Jeremy Renner. I like Jeremy Renner, right? Cool actor. Love him. Great uh, great actor, in my opinion. He does some good, mo- he does some good movies. Well, uh, we all know back in January, he was in a snowplow accident, which no one says, right? Like, when it happened, you're like, what? How do you get in a snowplow accident? 
And so we sat down with Diane Sawyer. This was like the, this is the interview. This is the big get. This is the first interview. Jeremy Renner, after being released from the hospital after this accident, sits down with the Diane Sawyer. And it airs on um, well, the 6th of April. The 6th of April. Thank mm-hmm. you. So this big exclusive thing. So, you know, they, they give you little you know, tidbits to mm-hmm. get you to watch it. You know, it's smart. It's what they do. And on one of these tidbits, they, he talks about he's, he'd do it again. Um, is that in, That's in the trailer, right? You give me yes. J3? I can, yeah. Yeah. I'd do it again. You'd do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. Because it's going right at my nephew. Okay, so it's going right at your nephew. That's why you would do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. I get that part. But it, it, it just reminds me of those people that, especially surfers, that oh. get bitten by sharks. Yes! You know, like, look, I don't understand. I, I love I love the water. I love the ocean. I really, I grew up on the water. I get it. I don't know what it's like to be a surfer and to have that surfer way lifestyle. I, I, I'll never understand that. Okay, so I'll give you that. But if a shark takes a limb from you, is it really that important to go back? Like, let the shark win. It's, a, it's more of a mindset. The reason why people who get hurt with things, you fall off a horse, you get back on it. It's mental. It's so that you doesn't you don't stay stuck in this cage of anxiety and fear. So people that do that, that's why they say they go back so they don't live the rest of their life caged up and scared. Okay, I get that. I have a different philosophy. What's your philosophy? My philosophy, and you know what my motto is, I don't. I, I never want to die stupid. Right. right. I don't want there to be a headline that says, Bailey dies trying to hammer a nail by his eyeball or something, you know, like something goofy. I just never want to die stupid. You know, we, I'm sure most of us probably feel the same way. I look at if you have an accident or an incident such as a, like a shark biting you or an alligator biting you or mm-hmm. a snake biting you or uh, a snowplow running over you, take the nephew thing out of the equation because that's more like I'm, I would save – my family's life. I'd put mm-hmm. my put their life. I put my their lives before mine. That's different. But like, you know, I I would expect him to say yes. Of course, I would do everything to save my nephew. But I just hope I never have to get on a snowplow ever again. Exactly. Right. My, my philosophy is it's a sign from God that says, "Look, this is a little taste of what will happen if you don't stop doing this." And it's it's a warning because if you do it again, if Jeremy Renner dies on a snowplow. What are people going to say? Dude, did you not learn your lesson the, the last time? time. Right. Yeah, stop. That's dying stupid. I'm trying to figure out who's ever. It makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, that does make sense, but I, I can't think of one person. I'm just what I'm trying to think of right now of who has had an accident and then they went back and died from the same type of thing. Oh, I'm, I don't know anybody that's happened to. Well, maybe I'm sure a celebrity, but I'm uh, there has to be someone. NASCAR drivers I immediately come to mind. NASCAR drivers. You telling me that Dale Earnhardt never had a wreck before that? Correct. Oh, yeah, I think that's different. That was his profession. If this microphone killed me or tried to kill me, mm-hmm. I would not come back to work. That's not true. And there's I, like five people on social media that'd be very happy about. No, that. I was in the military. That's like saying because I went to war one time and I was shot at and I almost died, I I wouldn't go back. I went back to back years. If it's your profession, you kind of have to do it. It's not the same as going surfing. I wouldn't go back. Yeah, but what about like a surfer girl who lost her arm? Wasn't she a professional surfer? Yeah. What a bad interview. But yeah. Oh, is she? That's <laughs> horrible. Uh yeah, she yeah, she still surfs, sure. And then like that's the story is that she, you know, defied the odds, she went back and she did this, but I'm like Pfft. 
I want to find something else to do. Uh, so he remembers the pain. This is another clip that he he gives us. If you want to watch this, I I, I actually do because I like I, Jer- I like Jeremy Renner, and anytime there's something that's fifty percent fascinating in the world other than politics, I want to get into, like the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. Anything that can take me my mind off of the division of everybody in the world, I'm mm-hmm. in. You know, and this is a good story, right? He saved his nephew. It's weird. It's a snowplow. It's Jeremy Renner, who's like an action hero. He should be dead. Should be dead, dude. Like, snowplow is not really doing this thing service. Like, have you seen the movie uh, The Thing? You remember that back in the day? Yeah. He's in one of those things. Like a gigantic snow cat. So it's got, like, treads on the side of it. It looks like a mini tank. I hope he explains how this... I still don't understand how he got hurt. I can tell you that. Oh, you can? Mm Mm-hmm. He was going, he saw. He thought the vehicle was in park. Oh. So he thought it was positioned correctly, and then it started rolling towards his nephew. How old's his nephew? His nephew's a uh, guy who's going to be in his 20s, if he's late yeah, teens he's or early 20s. 20s. Oh. So he's rolling for his nephew. He's running to the machine because the machine is rolling at his nephew, and he gets his foot caught in one of the treads as he's coming up. Wow. And then instead of getting into the cab, it sucks him under the... Oh, my God. He should be dead, dude. Absolutely. The only reason he's alive is because there was so much snow there that it pushed him down into the snow. Like, Couldn't he have just told his nephew to move? You would think. Like, did he really have to do all the, this? I haven't, obviously, you haven't seen footage of it, but just the way he describes it makes it seem like it was moving at a clip that, that he probably did also say that, but in an effort to make sure that it didn't hit him. What I couldn't understand was what were they up there doing? Like that a snowplow was coming through. Like what were they doing? Well, they were clearing stuff out. That so like the the snowcat like that you would use on your own property. He was plowing, yeah, like people do up uh, the mountains. Mm-hmm. So who was operating it? He he, he was, was, but oh. he he did he left he did not leave it in part. Essentially, okay. yeah. Which gotcha. you would think that there would be some kind of safety, safety mechanism, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of weird. Maybe there's more to this story. Ooh. Maybe he was drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Give me a uh, J1. Okay. Do you remember the pain? Oh, all of it. Yeah, I was awake through every moment. Hold on for a second. What a dumb question. Diane Sawyer is one of the best at what she does. <laughs> and she asked a guy does that, let me go through like, well, he actually, I think he talks about his list of injuries. A guy that almost died and stayed in the hospital. Um, if he remembers his pain, like, of course he remembers the pain. I think she meant initially, because, you know, you hear a lot of people say when they initially are hurt, they don't know it because mm-hmm. they can't feel it. I think that's what she meant. Or has he blacked it out? Yeah, did he black out? Did he feel anything? That's still a silly question. <laughs> it's not great, especially not in the, like, the, the thing that's supposed to get people's attention. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'd put that in the, the trailer. <laughs> yeah. like, like, really, Diane Sawyer, you went... That's not even low-hanging fruit. That just doesn't even make sense. Why would you ask him that? Are you happy to be He's alive? He's still in pain right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, his nephew. His nephew's on this, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's cool. Describing uh, this whole thing. J2. I just perfectly see him in a pool of blood coming from his head. When I ran up to him, you know, I didn't think he was alive. He's like an actor's. Yes. I just perfectly saw the beautiful <laughs> crimson red puddle of blood lay next to me in this fluffy cloud white filled snow. And I knew it I knew it was my time to jump into action and save my famous what uncle. Uncle Uncle Uncle, uncle Jerm. And now you gotta cry because that's what he did next on cue. Yes. Go on. There you go. <laughs> no, it's it'd be one of those things like where they go. 
take, turn the cameras off, go to break. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what they do. <laughs> All those documentaries. You can't, like, Net, Netflix is the worst. Their, their format for their, like, I, I don't mind it because that's what they do. That's their format. It always starts out with a, it's, it's, Somebody sitting in a chair in some cheap room, like a cheap hotel, it's <laughs> got like brick or something like that, and they're not in the chair yet. It always starts out with music, <laughs> credits, and the person entering the room, sitting in the chair, fixing, fixing their lavalier mic, and shaking it so you get the static and going, is, is this right? Is this right? Is this right? Is this right? Yeah. Hi, my name's Bill Bobson. I'm 48 years old, and- Yes, I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same thing. Uh, oh, you did J3. J5. Oh, we'll save J4 for last. You did okay. J5. Okay. Someone's been run over by a snowcat. Hurry. He's getting crushed. There's a lot of blood over here. He is in rough shape. Oh, Keep breathing, man. Keep fighting. Oh, Hang in there, brother. Oh. Wait a minute. What is that for? That's him. That's, that's him. him. That's all part of this trailer. So well, why is there footage of this? That's the nine. It's just the nine one one call. Oh, so you so can that's hear him in the record. background on the call. Like he describes this as as his death cry, basically. Like mm. he thought this was it for him. Has yeah. the nine one one call been released yet, or does? Yeah, just- I, I believe it's been released, but I haven't found the actual thing myself. They could have put in a Freedom of Information Request Act in ahead of time, and oh. then been able to get to it. Let me hear that again. Okay, uh, sound like a movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Well, with the trailer m- music Someone's in the background. Been run over by a snowcat. Hurry, he's getting crushed. There's a lot of blood over here. He is in rough shape. Keep breathing, man. Keep fighting. Hang in there, brother. Did you chop that up? Huh. That's how it's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a, like an '80s flashback montage, right? Or like you'd see it in that Murdaugh tra- uh, documentary Murdoch or something, yes. right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then they talk. Uh, last clip that we have, uh, Diane Sawyer asks Jeremy Renner. Um, of his list of injuries. So go ahead and give me J4. Eight ribs broken in 14 places. Yeah. Right knee, right ankle broken, left leg tibia broken, the left ankle broken, right clavicle broken, right shoulder broken, face eye socket, the jaw, the mandible broken, lung collapsed, mm. pierced from the rib bone, your liver, mm. which sounds terrifying. Yeah. And then like, what's my body look like? Am I just going to be like a spine and a... And a brain like a science experiment? I don't know. He says, I chose to survive. You're not going to kill me. No way. <laughs> you know, now the flip side of what I was saying earlier, Nikki D, is actually maybe you don't look at it as a sign from God that says, hey, this is a warning. Don't get on a snowplow, Jeremy Renner, ever again. But maybe it's the opposite that says, okay, you. this was the test. You survived this. Feel free to go out and do whatever you want. Like, play the lottery. <laughs> Jump from an airplane without a parachute. I mean, you cannot die if you survive this. Maybe it, maybe that's the way I should look at these things instead of saying, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to yeah. walk away. That's exactly what it is. You, you said the right word. It's a test. And what a test does is it gives you a testimony. So now you can go out like Ooh. he's doing and tell people how you survived, how you triumphed, how you came out because of the things that you encountered. I wouldn't stop talking about this if I were Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, anybody could talk about being a Hollywood star, but I got crushed by a snowcat, and here right. I am. Is he, is he married? I think he is. Yes. Oh, he should be single, because you start telling women that at bars. <laughs> you know, like, guys always want to talk about a scar mm-hmm. or something like that, and, and guys always 
You one know, up and embellish. Extremely embellish. Like, oh, how'd you get that scar? You're not going to believe this if I told you. <laughs> well, just, just try me. Just try me. Okay. I, I, I just don't want this to be weird. I really like you, and I just wanted to buy you a drink. Uh, it, and it kind of gets me sad when I tell the story. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't look like a huge scar. Oh, I've had some work done to it, but I was in a tragic blimp accident over the Orange Bowl in 84. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? Well, I was part of the halftime show, and um, but uh, I, I was in the Secret Service, and then I was a Navy SEAL, and I was jumping from eighty five hundred feet without a, a parachute, and all I used was a bed sheet. It's it was a th- I was the first person to ever do it, and and I I like oh my god, are you okay? Well, I've gone through years and years of therapy. When in <laughs> fact his Electric Lux vacuum cleaner brushed up against them. You know, something <laughs> silly like that. No, I, it's, I stand corrected. He is not married. Him and his wife got divorced, so he's single. Oh, dude. Oh, I mean, uh, there you go. He's got every, now. He's the perfect. <laughs> he's the perfect catch. There you go. He's good looking. He's rich. He's famous, mm-hmm. and he's got every bone in his body broken and a story to tell. Yeah, and the bones come back harder and stronger when you break a bone. So he might actually be, his life might actually be, what's that uh, Bruce Willis movie where he's a superhero, Unbreakable? He had to get into the train accident to find out he was a superhero? Maybe he's actually going to be a superhero now. I want to be Jeremy Renner. That's who I want to be. I don't know if I want to go through all that. He definitely don't. How bad? He healed fast, though. Think about that. January. This is January. He mm-hmm. shouldn't be up walking around right now. He shouldn't be doing interviews with Diane Sawyer now. <laughs> uh, his injuries, broken face, eye socket, broken eye socket, which that just sounds horrible. Right? <sighs> Eight ribs broken in 14 places. Ribs don't heal quick, my friends. Mm-mm. They don't. A broken right knee, left tibia. Both ankles, collarbone, jaw, and right shoulder. He also suffered a collapsed lung, and his liver was pierced by a rib bone. Oh, oh so does that mean like that the rib bone like was unattached to the cage? You know what I mean? Like, how did the rib bone bend t- into the liver? Because it's, it broke, and yeah. so when it broke, so it, it just snapped up. But into that's, his liver. But so that's what I mean, like a clean break of the yeah. rib itself. Have yeah. you ever seen those arm wrestlers? You know, and the guy's. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Snaps the. No. The bone in the forearm. Oh, my God. I've never seen that. Oh, YouTube it. Look it up. I don't want to see it. I broke my ex wife's rib while we were having sex. What? Mm Because you were too heavy? No, just I was flipping. No, I wasn't even being funny. No. I, I couldn't. It was Congratulations, a, I, it was funny. It was good, though. Yeah, because I was too heavy. Right, you know what? I should have just said yes. Sorry. Yeah, crush, it did, he didn't break her bones. He crushed her bones. <laughs> How did you do that? Yeah. I just had her flipped around, and, and she snapped a bone and never let me hear the end of it. So it healed, and every- What bone? Uh, every, it was just the, the it was the low rib bone. It didn't break like Jeremy Renner, but I it was she had, we got the x-ray. It was you, fractured. You, you hear that, ladies? And this guy's single. And I mean, that's a story to tell, ladies. If you've ever said, this, I, I went on a date and I ended up sleeping with this Nelson guy on the radio <laughs> and he put me in the hospital for yeah. three months. He broke my rib bone. Well, was he abusive? No, he's just a really good lay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's bragging. Oh, a really dangerous one. Uh, well, listen, just be ready. Okay, well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's take what we've learned there and what we learned last hour about Nikki D, combine them. Because, <laughs> oh gosh, what I've been we, looking forward to this. What are we combining? <laughs> We're combining you chasing an ex-roommate with an axe <laughs> and Nelson 
so good in bed that he breaks rib bones. <laughs> and the issue that both of you have right now, more Nelson than Nikki D. <laughs> we'll put them all together. Oh, my gosh. And everyone listening will just roll their eyes and go, you've got to be effing kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Ah, give me a whip. I got your whip. Hold on, man. I ain't the whip ready. Now watch me whip. Uh, watch me nay nay. Uh, <laughs> how does that feel? I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, people looking at me weird when I walk like around it. this radio station with a whip looking like Indiana Jones. So why do you have that whip, Bailey? I said, because Nelson screws up. Guaranteed at least once a show. He's got to be whipped. All right. Nelson wants a roommate. Nelson is a grown-ass man, and he wants to not only have a roommate. It's not like roommates are 50-50 usually. He wants to just rent a room. Backstory, in case you're just joining the program, we're new. We all live together currently in an Airbnb, but we're going to get out soon because we have to go on with our lives. I just purchased a house in Roseville. I'll be moving in there before these two. Nikki's got a daughter that uh, she's planning on, you know, shipping over and uh, going to find a place. She's actively been looking. Nelson has given up both of his children for adoption <laughs> and said, I need to save some money. They're too expensive. I'm California now, single. And, and, and I've been online looking for roommates. So uh, I suggested to him that, you know, maybe you and Nikki for a little bit you know, live together. But now that idea is stupid because of what happened last hour. Did yes. you pull that audio? I did. Yep. Yeah. Right here. yeah. One of my, we were, we were roommating and she started acting crazy and I came home from work one day and she had changed the locks. So I couldn't get in to get my things out. So I called the police. Like, you know, I live here, been living here for this amount of time. She changed the locks and they tried to get her to open the door cause she was inside and she wouldn't come out. So this cop pulls me to the side and he was like, I'm telling you this off the record. Technically, this is your residence. You can enter it however you see fit. And I said, oh. noted. So I waited until the police left. And then me and my friend went back to her mother's house and we got an axe. And then we came okay, that's it. The, the, the axe. You could have just said we had got so, an axe. I mean, I didn't sorry. need a five hour whatever. Would but, you like me to whip again? Yes, please. <laughs> So that is out of the question with Nikki D because if she doesn't like you as a roommate, she gets an axe. If you lock me out. Here's the deal. I, I like living with you guys has not been horrible. And and I'm sure living with me hasn't been horrible. Shiny it hasn't. Endorsement. Okay. It I, mean, hasn't. I think we've all shocked at least you and I, Nikki. For sure. Probably shocked both each other. I thought it was going to be a lot more difficult. And I the same back at you. I did. Okay. <laughs> And, 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 you know, Nelson's the squeaky wheel because he's dirty, he's loud, and he's lazy. All, <laughs> he all just doesn't yeah, close doors or take out trash. All very positive things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know if you're going to find a roommate. Like, you're just going to roll up and people are going to look at you and go, <laughs> I know this is the thing. So here's my suggestion, uh, because I think it, the, the roommate thing is a bad idea. Okay. Uh, it's just weird. You're, you're 40, what? One? One. You're yeah. 41 looking for a room to rent. I just find that very odd. Like you've got a, you're a grown ass man. You got a job. You I make know. money. Just go get an apartment or go find a house to rent or something. Yeah, I know you can afford it. 
I don't know, but it's like if I could afford it more if I don't spend as much money on, on my living situation. And then the kids don't get here until next year, and then by next year, then I'm putting a nice down payment. on. So the problem with this area is, like, I want to stay close to the radio station. I don't want to be half hour away for a commute. And everything in this price range doesn't have a, a second bathroom until $275,000, $300,000. It'd be nice to have two, bath- two bedroom and a bath and a half. We just build an extra bathroom. You do. You do put some sweat <laughs> equity. I mean, not you, but right. you know, find a bathroom builder and get some sweat equity. So here's what I here's what I'm suggesting. Nikki. Okay, what are you suggesting? I think because he's single, and again, going back to our the Jeremy Renner stuff, finding out now that he had an ex girlfriend that he was so good in bed he broke a rib. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, that scares me. Is he needs to go on one of these sugar mama sites? <laughs> Women do this all the time. I know women that have done this or are currently doing this. And the guy knows what's happening. But it, he, he's not going to be able to go on there and tell her that he broke somebody's rib because they ain't going to want them. They're already a little Oh, I disagree. Mm-hmm. If I were single and a woman said that she, well, it's, I'm scared because I'm not very good in bed. But I, if I were good in bed, I would want that challenge of somebody breaking my rib. If they were that good. Not somebody that's older, though. They're trying to stay out of the hospital. So the older, yeah, I understand that. But the older women, this is a catch. Like, he moves in. Now, he's going to have to straighten up his act. There's no doubt about it. He's going to have to take out the trash. He's going to have to wake up before 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He's going to have to, you know, be somewhat active. Because they want to see some little whippersnapper running around. He might have to dress up like little Bo Peep. But he can get free rent. And he could. All he has to do is whatever she wants. She might not even want sex, to be honest with you. She just might want companionship. He cooks. They mm-hmm. might like that. He cooks. What older woman would not want to seven days a week eat ground beef on rice? <laughs> it's five days a week and then the weekend meal. It's a special weekend meal. <laughs> You can do it with taco flavoring. You can do it uh, with Korean beef is what I call it. It's like ground beef there are teriyaki. women right now in their 60s listening, mm-hmm. and their daughters are calling them and saying, Mom, Grandma, listen to 98 Rock right now. This guy is the guy you've been looking for. Yeah. He, like you, lives off of rice and ground beef. Uh-huh. They're not. They're done. They stopped calling Nikki. You can come back. I thought she just couldn't take it. No, she just had she was to walk going to spring out the door. <laughs> no, they, so what do you well, think? It's nice. It'll be soft on her teeth. What do you think? Okay. What do you think about the idea? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm already. I downloaded. I got a, an app right here. What's it called? It's called Spoil. Spoil. Yeah. Right. I'm sugar. I'm looking for a sugar mama. Is that what's the definition of the app? Does it say this is the app that this is the app for connecting people in a age gap relationship? Is what it said. Okay, that, that, okay, there that's the nice way of saying sugar baby. Right. So, do you just put in there your age and that you're looking for a woman that's I'm like looking, seventy? Well, yeah, I'm looking for an older. I'm an older woman because I don't want to match with anybody young on here, right? So here, but you have to be honest. You have to say uh, I'm looking for an older woman that's got room in their house for me to stay in return i'm sure we can work something out <laughs> right? oh, that's good let me see if i can put that in the bio you can yeah that, uh, you can't are you on a sugar baby website you already know <laughs> i'm just saying you can put it in the bio she goes oh i know spoil I know. <laughs> and don't let anybody tell you if this thing goes through don't let anybody tell you that you're you're doing wrong because people do things 
Because Bailey said so. People do worse things when it comes for an exchange in services. I think this is going to be good for you. It's going to be healthy. Who knows? Look, look, here's who knows. You might fall in love with this woman. And this woman falls in love with you. Ethel. Oh, Ethel, right? <laughs> you might fall in love with Ethel, and she leaves you in her will. Oh, now that I can handle. And then you get three bathrooms and extra meat on your rice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have to, but you have to tell me how this goes. I will. I'll right? give you updates. I think you should do a couple different apps. Find some more okay. apps. Does anybody know any apps for sugar? This is the opposite, right? This is a dude looking for a, a cougar. Yeah, I've got it oh, set yeah. right now, sixty-five plus. That's good enough, right? Or do I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you want to find a woman, a widow, oh yeah, a widower that was left a lot of money that is angry at her ex-husband and it doesn't yes. doesn't care that he's dead. Right. I'm the perfect way to get your revenge on him too. That's you know, like good. not like not like not angry that he died and left, but angry because. He was cheating on her or something before he died. Right, 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 right. That's good. And she hasn't found an outlet. Let Nelson be the outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And put your good pictures up with your good shirt on, Nelson. I got the I, I got a, I got the good picture of mine, the, my favorite picture of myself. Yeah. Not the pineapple one you got at Kohl's, but the one you got right now. That's good. You <laughs> oh, look okay. good. You look good in blue. You don't like the pineapple? Do you look you look, you look like no. <laughs> <laughs> Really like the older ladies might like that now. That's what I mean. You look like a like something the Mayans worshipped. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna want to get one of those weight belts from the gym too, just so I don't crack any ribs. Oh, like you should be on the top of a pyramid, <laughs> looking down <laughs> in a diaper with your belly hanging out. <laughs> All right, what are we doing next? You're gonna do headlines. We're gonna do oh headlines. All right, this is the third. Damn, third round of headlines. Round. All right, what do you got? I'm gonna tell you what famous drummer is getting hate mail. And who's closing down a well-known sanctuary? All right, we'll do two big stories from today. It's headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. All right, before you start, Nikki D, there was a commercial that you played, uh, a Toyota dealership. And the guy did the guy at the beginning say his name was Gun Mosley? I don't know. I didn't hear Is that, that. Was that real or was that like supposed to be? Because if that's real, that's the coolest name I've ever heard. And he's an awesome car salesman. Yeah, I'm Gun Mosley and I'm going to sell you a Toyota. <laughs> yeah, please take my number. You want to find out? Or is take it, my money. Here's my PIN number. Right. Is it the very beginning here? Yeah. Okay. Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Johnny Mo- that's still good. Jo- you can put Johnny. Johnny's just cool. Mm-hmm. But, gun was better though. Yeah, I, I don't know why gun I heard better. gun. <laughs> gun. He might want to start thinking it like I'm Johnny the Gun Mosley. <laughs> Have a vanity name. Sell those cars. All right. Third round of headlines. Uh, go ahead, Nikki. Anthrax drummer Charlie Bennett says the hate is real. H five. And Charlie Benante on the drums, <laughs> respectively. They are seeking to honor the great legacy of Pantera and the late members Vinnie Paul and Dimebag Daryl. I'm sorry, what's that name again? His name's Charlie Bonante. Gun Mosley? <laughs> <laughs> so 
uh, Charlie, okay, I'm going to call him Charlie, he agreed to go on tour <laughs> with Pentor. They are going out to pay tribute to their late band members, Dimebag and Vinny. And he said he has never received this much hate in his entire career. Like, people are sending him actual hate mail because they're so mad that he's doing this. And he said all he's trying to do is bring the Pantera sound, not bring his own style, and pay tribute to him. So, there's few bands and few artists that have the fan base that they do that feel like it's their band. And there's a good side to that because they'll always support you and they'll always be there for you. There's the bad side of that, like the guy that got up on stage and gunned down and murdered Dimebag Daryl, blaming him for the breakup of Pantera. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the whole per- that was the whole reason why he shot him. It was horrible, right? Um there's also the the Phil Anselmo haters because Phil was not the original singer of Pantera. Now, remember Pantera, when they started back in the day, day like early 80s, they were a glam band. And they had a different lead singer. His name was Terry Glaze. Uh, and they wanted to, they just weren't, yeah, I know, they weren't, he, he was friends with Gun mostly. <laughs> what a great glam name, too. Terry, Terry Glaze. Glaze. But that was the music at the time, and it was God. that Hollywood Sunset Strip. That was going to be the era of music for the next five, six, seven, eight, nine years. It was a long era of music with the glam band stuff. But they just weren't selling. Nobody cared. So they went in a different direction, and they went to uh, hardcore rock, heavy metal. And they, they couldn't do that with Terry Glaze, so they went with Phil and so on. So Phil gets a lot of backlash because of it. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still been there, and he's still been performing, been the lead singer, so, so I don't understand why people are so angry. Well, and I agree with you. You know, what fans don't understand is it's not your band. This is a job. These people are artists, and this is how they make money. And at the end of the day, which I hate saying that, but at the end of the day, for everybody that's in the public eye, all we, them, are trying to do is put food on the table for their families. Mm-hmm. The same like anybody else. That's why I say when radio people try to put themselves over like they're celebrities, I hate it. It drives me nuts because we're all trying to do the same thing. Exactly. We're all trying to eat. We're all trying to put gas in our cars. We're all trying to put our kids through college. That's all we're trying to do. But fans take it so personal. Like it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's directed at them. And they're not realizing that it's good for the brand. And for their families. For for both Vinny and Dimebag, right? Their families are getting paid residuals off of the tour. They have to yep. be. Because they are Pantera. Right. Well, imagine you love someone so much you don't want to see them succeed. That's crazy. You know, it's the same argument with selling out. Uh, and I don't agree with that either. You know, back in the like mid-2000s, when the pop punk thing and the new rock alternative was a deal, you know, the newfound glories, the good Charlottes, the Ataris, the, you know, and then you got the some 41s and you had the blinks and the green and all that stuff. But then you would see some of these underground, um, not underground, but you know, punk bands that had been around Fugazi, mm-hmm. uh, and then starting line became kind of mainstream, you know, and these, uh, why, uh, what was it? Uh, CYK, you know, those types of bands and their fans were like, dude, that's my band, man. I ain't my mom. I wrote my money. <laughs> this is my band. You can't be on the radio. You're selling out if you're on the radio. No, they're making money to put food on the table for the families. Yeah. Stop being a selfish bastard just because you think that band is yours. It's not. You know, so it, I, I, I get worked up about that because it drives me insane. I've met these people, numerous people. After this conversation, this little rant, I'm sure social media will light me up telling me how wrong I am. <laughs> no, I agree 100%. Stop sending that man hate mail. Uh, all right, go ahead. Second one. 
Our fave cat and kitten sanctuary is closing. H6. Big Cat Rescues, cool cats and kittens are getting a new home. Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge in Arkansas. We never expected this, and but it's going to be a perfect place. So Carol Baskin has gone ahead and decided to close down her Big Cat Rescue Sanctuary. She states that it was always the goal for them to be put out of business so that they wouldn't have to rescue any more of these wild cats. So 35 of their cats are being moved to a sanctuary in Arkansas. And once they get those cats moved over, they're going to be shutting down. They're selling it. We should get Jeff Lowe on to get the real story. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, nobody... Nobody voluntarily says, let me close down my tiger sanctuary in Tampa, Florida, and move it to Arkansas. It's not like you put them in a pod and it's delivered for you. Right. I mean, that's millions and millions of dollars of having to to move and do all that stuff. Oh, just imagine the insurance. Oh, I know. Just to cover that. But they've been reaching out to her to ask her for, like, statements on it, and she won't respond. I will say this. Uh... I interviewed Carol Baskin some years ago. I forget what for. And it was during COVID, actually. So she was on Zoom. and I think at the time, we were like everybody else. We are trying to figure out Zoom. And, uh, and it, the, the connection was bad or something. But she was actually very nice. She was very sweet. I think they're all master manipulators. Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic, Jeff Lowe, all of them are just, they have that mm. thing. And I like Jeff. Um, but they're just, they have a thing. That makes you want to believe to them. Believe them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. believe them. Yeah, you know. Uh, so you don't know who's telling the truth. You don't know who's lying. I watched Tiger King, and I'm still confused. Because you don't know if they're they're bad people you don't or not. No, you have right? no idea. You're like, are they saving the tigers? Or are they mistreating are they the tigers? <laughs> Did Joe Exotic really go and kill tigers out back? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Did that girl really lose her arm to a tiger, or was it a snowplow accident because Jeremy Renner <laughs> left it running? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, this guy's Mark. His name is Mark Edwards, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, this guy's uh, he's he's a comedian. He's in the business. You know, it's not like he's just some dude, but uh, he's gone viral lately on TikTok. Millions views, yes, yeah, because he just simply pointed out the obvious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is. This TikTok, you know, I, I've got no dog in the fight, so I don't care if TikTok goes away or not. Uh, so, you know, I don't care. But it's funny to watch old people on television accuse the TikTok CEO of things that they know nothing about. Right. And the questions that they ask them, it's like me sitting in a room with my seven now 77-year-old mother explaining to her what the internet is. Right? <laughs> So uh, we've got some audio but uh, that we'll play for you because it is funny. But this Mark Edwards guy, what he's done to go viral, we'll explain here in a second mm-hmm. what, he, what he's done. We're going to have actually have him on here next. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, thanks for listening. Do appreciate it. It's the BS on 98 Rock. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Hey, hey. There's Nelson. Mm-hmm. Please, if you don't mind, give us a follow on the Instagram and on Facebook at Listen to the BS on the YouTube, uh, at The Bailey Show. There's a lot of good stuff up there. And, of course, you want to listen to the podcast maybe for the weekend uh, or listen live to 98 Rock, uh, the Odyssey app, always free on the Odyssey app. And now Flea from the Chili Peppers has a podcast on the Odyssey app as well. So entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. Uh, the, the TikTok thing in Congress, it's funny, right? 
Now, I know some of you probably maybe make money off TikTok, so it's become part of your livelihood. And you are very upset that the United States wants to ban TikTok. I don't I think if you went out and polled 10 people, nine of them would tell you I have no idea what it's about. And at least six of them would say they don't care. But the whole idea of and this is growing on both sides of the aisle is they want to ban TikTok because it's a Chinese owned company. What's the company name? Uh, Bit um, Bite Dance. Bite Dance, right? And in China, uh, part of their awesome laws over there is that if you know you're a China-based company, the government owns you, mm-hmm. and they can have access to your database. So the United States is arguing. And remember, there's more than 150 million Americans on TikTok. The United States is arguing that if that's the case, then they're going to get into our personal stuff and they're going to spy on us. And they probably are right. Too late. But, yeah, I know. That's the thing. They already are. Too late. I'm just sitting there going, there's got to be a gazillion different companies that we deal with in China that have information on us. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, our own government spies on us. Why should we care if China does it, too? Right. You know, but, I, I, again, I, I, I digress. I don't want to get into politics here. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is funny to listen to these older folks uh, in Congress, you know, I mean, like if you just look at the average age of people on the House in the House, it's like 59 years of age and the senators are older at 65. So th- they're, they're not the TikTok generation. I'm not the TikTok generation and I'm 47. I would probably be asking these same goofy ass questions that they're asking. Uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Mark Edwards who, if you follow him on the TikTok at some guy Mark, he uh, talks about this uh, with his friend Lloyd Prebles, who's a representative of the representative of the second congressional district of Beef River, Kentucky. I love that mm. Beef River, Kentucky. Let me first talk to Lloyd Prebles. Lloyd, are you there? This is Lloyd Prebles. Lloyd Prebles, <laughs> and you Prebles, Prebles, Prebles. You, Lloyd, uh, have a major problem with some of this stuff, right? I've got some serious concerns, Nelson. It's actually <laughs> Bailey. I'm with, Nelson is who you were talking to off the off the air. Well, the, what are some of the? I've got some serious concerns, Nelson. <laughs> what are some of the questions that you would like to have asked the CEO or did ask the CEO of TikTok? Well, my first question is. When you send a TikTok, how does it go out of your phone into my phone? Because last I checked, I'm not walking around with a big long cord connecting my phone to everybody else's phone. It seems a little bit spooky. Okay, and that's like a legit question. Because let's take, uh, let's take. Hold on for a second, Lloyd. Take T1. This is an actual question that was asked, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, does TikTok in, yeah. access the home Wi-Fi network? Only if the user turns on the Wi-Fi. I, I'm sorry, I may not understand that. So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? What, what are you talking about, Richard? Exactly. <laughs> like your phone's on the network. <laughs> you know, and that guy sounded fairly young. It's Representative Richard Hudson of North Carolina. Does TikTok access my Wi-Fi network? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, Lloyd. How does the video get out of your phone into my phone? That means it's traveling <laughs> through the air like Casper the Friendly Ghost. It's going through our bodies 
Next thing you know, you're going to be going to your proctologist and he's going to find a TikTok inside <laughs> your prostate. Then what are we going to do? China has to answer these questions. Because if that's true, right, Lloyd, then China is spying on us without a doubt. Well, if China's in all of our prostates, then it's too late. Now. It's not too late for us. <laughs> uh, here's another one from uh, the same guy, this uh, representative Hudson of North Carolina, T2. Is it possible then that it could access other devices on that home Wi-Fi network? Congressman, we do not do anything that is beyond any industry norms. Um, I believe the answer to your question is no. It could be technical. Let me get back to you. <laughs> there was a lot of let me get back to you. Uh-huh. Well, when they let him answer at all. Yeah. So he's asking. I was, I was talking to Hudson about this when we were going <laughs> golfing just to beat up the swans. And I said, what are we going to do if the TikTok starts talking to my refrigerator? Is they going to know what's in my refrigerator if China knows? That I've bought a whole lot of apple juice on sale. And they're going to think something's going on with this guy. I've got a little too much apple juice. But did you know you're supposed to drink it if you got a kidney stone? <laughs> And what and what and what did Representative Richard Hudson say to you, Lloyd? Oh, he was so busy hitting the swan with <laughs> one of his nine irons that he didn't even hear the conversation. So they're asking if TikTok. This guy's asking if TikTok accesses your Wi-Fi network, and if it does, because he already answered no, right? Right. Okay. But so he says, if it does, what else does it have access to? So I'm trying to understand the question because if. It does no, no app accesses your Wi-Fi network, but your app is on your network that your device is on. But that's why this is so comical and why you say that they, the guy sounds young, but, oh, maybe it's a good question because I wouldn't know that stuff. You would know that stuff because you know that an app is not a virus. What he's describing is a virus. When he asks that, well, what does it have access to now? Once I have it connected to my Wi-Fi, is it going to go download itself into my other smart devices? No, that's not how apps work. Representative Lloyd Prebles, uh, do you know what a virus is? I do know what a virus is. Because I've been in and out of the doctor about 15 times in the last four months because I've been drinking the water that I wasn't supposed to drink, I put supposed to in air quotes, because it's from a well. If it's in the ground, how can it not be healthy? Well, turns out lead is not great for you. <laughs> and China probably put it there, right? As far as I know, TikToks are going down into the well water. Because <laughs> like people, oh, listen to me, Nelson. People are using TikTok on the toilet. And then they they get caught in the crossfire. The TikTok goes between your legs down into the pipes, and it's all mixing around in there like some sort of gumbo. <laughs> gumbo. Oh, man. Uh, here's a representative of Georgia, Buddy Carter. Uh, is he related to Jimmy? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Um, and he doesn't believe TikTok CEO at all. This is T3. We do not collect body, face, or voice data to identify our users. I find that hard to believe. It's our understanding that they're looking at the eyes. How do you determine what age they are then? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not edited, by the way. Like, he really says that string of consciousness. Play it again. Okay. We do not collect body, face, or voice data to identify our users. I find that hard to believe. It's our understanding that they're looking at the eyes. How do you determine what age they are then? 
what age of what? I'm, I'm still. The, he's trying to figure out how old the kids are. Like he's basically saying that TikTok can tell by the eyes of someone how old they are. What? We're concerned that the children are going on TikTok when they're not supposed to, and you're, you're going to stand there and tell me, Mister Sue, that there's not a there's not a baby when uh, two babies standing on each other's shoulders in a trench coat. Pretended to be a grown-up going on TikTok? I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it, he says. Uh, no, he's not uh, a relative of Jimmy Carter. Uh, okay, so uh, this is him again. This is, oh, this is, ask, oh, this is, this is pretty serious. Okay, T4. Tell me the number of children, of U.S. children who have died because of these challenges. Oh, he's talking, okay, so he's talking about the TikTok challenges. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, that that is a good fact, though. Yeah, but what does that have to do with them spying? I mean, well, like, yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with them spying, but pe- kids are dying because of those challenges. But you could also, I mean, then you start talking about video games and then mm-hmm. movies, and then of course, if you play Judas Priest backwards, it's the devil, uh-huh. and you're you're gonna kill yourselves. And I mean, you could they, you just go down a rabbit hole. True. If you're gonna, can I watch Lawrence of Arabia on TikTok? <laughs> yes or no? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a pretty long TikTok to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and then you know, Lloyd, you have definitely piqued people's interest. Millions and millions of eyeballs have been on your TikTok at some guy Mark, and uh, and 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 here Nelson, your buddy, your fave, uh-huh. yeah. has put together a montage of. Representative Lloyd Preebles, again, he uh, is a representative of the 2nd Congressional District of Beef River, Kentucky, (laughs) which I would highly suggest anybody vacation. Here's a montage of Lloyd. TikTok is so good that how come Steve Jobs didn't make it? He was making apples in his garage, not TikToks. How do people need a TikTok if they've already got a Facebook and a Netflix? And TikTok changed my screensaver. My computer was made in China, then TikTok is Chinese. Yes or no? Does TikTok check my blood sugar? Uh... I want to talk to Mark now. Mark uh, Mark Edwards is a writer. He's a voice actor from Toronto, and he's behind uh, at some guy, Mark. This is great, man. This is absolutely so clever and so funny. How are you? I'm good. How are you? And thank you. <laughs> yeah. So how, how did you how did you get this? How did you come up with this? I just saw about three seconds of the hearing and was like, I'm going to make a video of that yeah. because that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it was it, it was the eye it was the tracking the eyes. <laughs> and then the answer was, well, if you want to have like a filter to put sunglasses on your face, then yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't believe anything he they would just lay out a scenario that didn't exist and then be like, So how do you exp- how do you explain that? <laughs> and then when the guy tried to answer, they gave him a curveball, didn't believe it. And then I reclaim my time. I reclaim my time. <laughs> and the CEO guy's like, dude, I'm going to have to get back to you on this stuff. I don't know what you're talking about right now. It's funny. Yeah. See, this is what the world needs, right? This is, you know, whether I hope you're not taking this like the TikTok thing too seriously. If we got to get back to being able to joke about this kind of stuff, right? No matter what side you're on, it's just the idea that these old dudes are asking moronic questions. To this CEO that's lost, absolutely right. lost. There's no idea where he's at. It's funny. Well, and the thing I did very intentionally, which some people missed, 
is that I'm not impersonating a specific guy. I'm not doing the voice of any guy from the hearing, and none of the guys were wearing those glasses or anything and had that crazy double chin. That's just, that's all me, baby. Um, but a lot of comments are like, you sound just like him. I was like, like who? This isn't a real guy. This is just, I'm making the world's most confused congressman. <laughs> yep. That's all it is. But it's I hyperbolic. Can, it's not a real guy. I can see where people are coming from, though, Mark, because when I first found you on TikTok, it was after, you know, once you get one thing on your For You page, then all of a sudden it starts populating with similar stuff. So I had seen, like you, some of those ridiculous clips of the actual questions, and then you came in, and I was like, I think that was the last guy's voice I heard. Like, So you just exude <laughs> this character so well that you think of, uh, as I'm watching it, I don't see you as the young guy from Canada. I'm really looking at an old <laughs> senator who's out of touch. I Well, that's because uh, my parents made me take squash lessons when I was younger. Um, <laughs> well, what, you know, what happened was I was on TikTok for like a long, like months and months and months and months, and I didn't really care about it. I had like 600 followers, and then it would go to 599 and then to 6. And I was like, I don't think I like TikTok. And then I put up one video of doing some impressions, and that video got like 600,000 views. And then I got 20,000 followers in a week. And then I still didn't know what else to do. And then I saw that video, and now, you know, it, that, that video alone got me 40,000 people following me. Wow. So, is, there an imper- got- is there an impression or impersonation that you do that you get kickback from? Uh, Stephen Hawking. Do you really? <clears throat> yeah, I can do Stephen Hawking. All right, and people don't like that. Well, it, uh, I do stand-up, and so I, they, it splits the room between a laugh and an oh. All right. Well, let me well, ask that's exactly what he sounds like. I mean, let me ask Stephen Hawking a question. Stephen, uh, who who's your favorite baseball team and why? My favorite baseball team is the one that is currently on the television because they cannot change the channel. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. Drop. See that blend of. <laughs> Horror and amusement oh, is uh, God, that was good. That's great. I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, I love stand stand up comedy. I, I tell people this all the time. I've got friends in the business, uh, and and it's just the hardest stage to stand on in front. It's the hardest crowd because they, oh. you know, sometimes they don't know who you are, and you know, like I got my friend Ian Bag. I don't know if you know who Ian is, but he is the best crowd working guy. He doesn't have a bit. He doesn't have a story. It's it's different every show. And every time I see him, I'm just like, how do you do this? Oh, sounds exhausting. Paul Verzi, another guy, just a great crowd working comedian. And I'm just, how do you do this? It's crazy. And then, you know, Mark, you're right. You do an impersonation like that. You got people <laughs> people that are there like, who's this Mark Edwards guy? Oh, that's horrible. That's just a bad taste. You're at a comedy club. It's supposed well, to look comedy. You know, privacy concerns aside, I think this is why people are protective of TikTok and YouTube and other things is because it's sort of democratizes entertainment, which is that I alone in my house by myself without having to get the approval of a network producer or director can make a video and it can go directly to someone and they can choose. I want to see that. And they don't have to pay for a cable package and hope that the show comes on at the right time. And that, and if they miss it, then they tape it and they fast forward through the commercials. It's like, well, I think that guy's funny. I think she's hilarious. I like his music. I like her music and they can just listen to it when they want, wherever they want. Mm -hmm. And so that's how a lot of people are finding an audience because sure. especially during COVID it's like, well, we can't perform anywhere. Right. I didn't do it through COVID. That was my mistake. Yeah, but really. All right. people are like, well, it's, it's kind of like doing stand up from my house. 
but I don't, you know, I don't hear the laughs. I just, I just get 2000 comments going, okay, well that's as good as a laugh. Right. I'm just doing it from home with no pants on. An emoji is just as good, right? All right. Look, uh, at some guy, Mark on the uh, TikTok, Mark Edwards, if you're ever in Sacramento, maybe with the punchline or something, let us know. And, uh, hopefully we can buzz you some other time and get you back on. All right? Yeah. Yes, please. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Mark. Nice to meet you, sir. We'll see you. All right. Be well. All right. Bye. He was hilarious. Funny, funny. Oh, my God. I love him. You know, you find a gimmick like that. What's funny is it's true. That's the best type of comedy. You know, if you say something that's true and Mm -hmm. people are like, yeah, that's pretty true. Like, watch this stuff on TV. Again, it doesn't matter if you agree with it or not or if you want to dive in and get angry about the China Mm -hmm. stuff. And, you you know, just listen to some of the questions. And it'll remind you of like when your grandfather or your father or mother or something was beating you up over something they knew nothing about. Exactly. It's very, very funny. Uh, There is a piece of technology that is not that old that you might have in your possession. And this article says it's worth a lot of money. I did not believe it at first because I think. There's probably a few people that have this item. That's like how new it is, at least in my head it is. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. What's the most valuable thing that you guys have in your possession? Mm, probably my jewelry. Jewelry? Yeah. Yeah, I but nothing like, uh, you know, collectible. No, I don't have anything collectible. You don't have any hobbies. Well, no. No. I collect makeup. No, that's not. I no. collect <laughs> If you collect something, you don't use it. I have plenty unused makeup, trust me. It's just not used yet. Nelson, you got anything of value? Never mind. That's stupid. Nelson looks like a collectible guy. Like, he might have collected, like, like comic gotta, books or cards he just, or We just talked about him wanting to rent a room from uh-huh. a stranger. If he had something collectible, he'd sell it so he can get his second bathroom house. No, he has a whole house full of stuff, though. Something mm-hmm. in there is probably collectible. Yeah, I got a couple of comics that are that are no, they're n- nothing like huge. Like I've got a Spawn comic that's I think worth a hundred bucks. Or, See, <laughs> you know, not like a ten. <laughs> I don't have a ten thousand dollar thing or anything like that. What's ended up becoming collectible is I have a bunch of like outdoor for your yard, like Christmas decorations, because mm-hmm. you can't oh. buy them anymore. They were my mom's, and so I kept them after she passed, and so they're the the big like plastic blow molded ones. The original iPhone came out in 2007. Do you remember how much it sold for? $399. I think. $599. I was going to say, some, it was a lot cheaper than it is now. Uh, but still very expensive in 2007. Mm-hmm. 600 bucks, 8 gigs of storage. Uh, how much do you think it's worth now if you have the original first-generation iPhone still wrapped in plastic, in the box, never oh. opened? Maybe like six thousand dollars. It's so cool and historic at this point. How about sixty thousand dollars? Oh my god! Dang, I was way off. <laughs> Chicago's right auctions had a sale yesterday, and it was up on the block, I guess, and that's what it went for. Dang, sixty thousand dollars. I wasn't even into iPhones when they first came out. I was still an Android user. Mm-hmm. Well, I fought the iPhone. I fought I the I, I fought the iPhone through thir- three generations, <laughs> and, then, and then I I I was in I was endorsing AT and T at the time, and uh, they would give you know their their endorsers free phones, mm-hmm. and there's like Apple doesn't do that, and I'm like, 
will bite my ass. I don't want you there. <laughs> <laughs> and then it started picking up momentum, momentum, momentum. And, uh, and then they came out with that white one that everybody was split on. Like, guys don't have white iPhones, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, my contact at AT&T was like, hey, I'm able to get you one of these. Do you mm. want it? And I was like, yeah. And I remember the night I got it, we were going to the Hard Rock Live in Tampa to play poker. And I was trying to figure out how to put my contacts on there. And you, you had to take uh, like a pin on the side so push to the pull the, 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 push the thing in, mm-hmm. right? Get your card out. And I slipped and I hit my finger and blood Ooh. went everywhere. Ooh. And my brand new white iPhone was smeared in blood. Dang. Now that's how a guy could have a white iPhone. <laughs> that, that would be cool looking. Yeah, exactly. That's worth $60,000. <laughs> a blood spattered. I'm in on that. Prospective buyers that were reassured that this was, in fact, a first-generation iPhone in the box because they had x-ray machines, and they put it under there. (laughs) Well, yeah. How else would you check? Because if you break the seal, then you ruin the integrity. There was another one that sold, same thing, $63,000 last month. That's pretty cool. What? Where are you putting this? Are you opening it? There's some, uh, like, the iPod. I have a I have an original Apple iPod. It's not in the box though. The OG OG one. one that had the weird jack for it, like you had to buy special headphones for it. No, no, no. I take that back. I don't have that one. I fought that one too, but I have the Nano. Mm. It's actually still in my gym bag, I think, or is it my old gym bag? But I know I still have it. Uh, the Apple iPod, the original, nineteen years ago is when it first was released, first generation in the box. That's the thing. It's got to be in the box. Yeah. And there are people that are smart enough. That they can, I, I've never been good at this, to foreshadow the future of an item and say, this is going to change the world. This is going to be a collectible. I never had that vision. I can be a visionary in so many other things, but when it comes to that stuff, I am so behind the times. I said the same thing. My cousin, when we were little, she collected Barbies. And I used to always go to her house and she'd have them all in these boxes. And I would be like, wow, I should do that. And then my dad would be like, what do you want? Barbies. And I'd open them all. I didn't collect not one of them. Here's the deal. I can tell you about that. Not one of those Barbies are worth it. No, they're not. I know. The Apple iPod, $10,000, first generation. Uh, so y'all fluffing my Barbies? I know those Barbies are worth something. No, they're not. No, I, I, the only not. reason I know is because my mom did the same thing. For my, my sister, they were supposed to be like, here, one day you can retire on these, essentially. All the holiday Barbies, a Bob Mackie original Barbie that was $250 to buy, it's not worth $250 now. Oh, look at this one. Star Wars Lego sets. Legos are crazy Oh, you want to talk about expensive. It's got to be the Death Star. No, the Millennium Falcon. Okay. It's the most wanted set that has been released for the film. And if it's unopened, it can sell for $9,000. See, that seems cheap. Beanie Babies. Remember those things? Yep. Yeah. Humphrey the Camel. That goes for $850 on eBay. The Royal Blue Peanut Elephant goes for $200. I thought they'd be more than that. Oh, I got a, I got a, quickly, I got a Beanie Baby story for you. So uh, early in my career, this, the, the show that I was on, they had this charity event, and, and they would collect toys, you know, and, you know, people in need would come and get the toys. And this was the Beanie Baby days, and people were donating these Beanie Babies. And I remember, um, you know, I, I, at the time I was like Nelson, you know, I was trying to find somebody to rent a room from. <laughs> and I was dating this girl just during the holidays, like we just started dating, which is like a total no-no, right? You never date somebody. Like, start dating around the holidays if you don't have any money because you can't buy them anything nice. Mm-hmm. You can't get them a Christmas prize. So I went and, and, and I got a couple of these Beanie Babies thinking that I was going to be cute. And I put it in a, a Christmas bag 
and I gave this girl that I was dating for a minute these Beanie ba- uh, Baby things. And, like, it wasn't even a year afterwards, I think. That, and I remember which ones I gave her. Like, all three of them were so valuable. One was the Princess Diana one. Oh. The one with the white rose. Mm-hmm. I must have given this girl, like, $1,500 worth of Beanie Babies. Dang. I know you're kicking yourself after that. I was. I was totally <laughs> kicking myself. Uh, I have an original Game Boy in the box unopened. What? I do. And I've proved both of you How much is that wrong? worth? What? Because I looked it up, and there is a Barbie. Which one? The meat. The Marie Antoinette doll is worth $3,000 if you have it in the box unopened. Oh, that's good. Hmm. Well, I you, knew those dolls were something. Well, you you found one out of how many hundreds of Barbies? As long as I found one. <laughs> unopened, the Game Boy Color can sell for over a grand on eBay. Ooh, I had a Game Boy. I opened it. I'd give you 500 for the sealed Game Boy. Right? Like, so did, again, I, and I didn't have a, like, a father as a visionary. One of my best friends growing up. Pull it down just for a quick yeah, second. Fine. One of my best friends growing up, uh, he's now since passed, but his, uh, his, we, we, he was my toy friend. Uh-huh. So I would go over, he didn't live far from me, so I'd walk over his house and we'd play, you know, it was Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, a little bit of Mask. He-Man? Uh, no, the He-Man was well before this. But it was Star Wars, Transformers, and G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. And especially Star Wars. His father, who was like the manager of the deli counter at the, the grocery store, he every time would buy his son Kurt uh, a Star Wars figure or a GI Joe figure. I think mainly Star Wars. He would buy duplicates. Oh, that was oh smart. God. And I never understood why. And he put it in a locker, like he rented a locker for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. So th- we were probably eight, nine years old at the time. Kurt later passed when he was eighteen of a rare uh, bone cancer or whatnot. I run into his sister years later. I just happened to be back in Maryland visiting. I go into a Foot Locker or a shoe store. And I see this blonde, and mm-hmm. we catch eyes. And I'm thinking she likes me or something. <laughs> She's like, you look familiar. Ironically enough, I had set up a time to go meet with the family because I hadn't talked to him in over a decade. And I go in there, and this girl walks out. It's his younger sister. Oh, wow. Stacey. I remember, <laughs> like, when she lost her finger because I slammed the door on her. And she was beautiful, Dang. beautiful. And I, and I remember talking to him, and the whole conversation, I go, it was like, should I ask if he still got the Star Wars figures? Yes. I did not. <laughs> yeah, you asked. But if, if there is a question that I still want answered now at 47 is, do they still have those Star Wars figures? Dang. And are they willing to sell them? Because I would buy a couple. I couldn't sure. afford the whole. But that, oh, no way. The Star Wars are worth so much money right now. Millions of dollars. All right, you can go play the music. Sorry. Got to get that story out. Fourth and, fourth and final round of headlines. Last chance to learn a little something. Nikki D. I'm going to tell you why a man was tackled while proposing and where a Loch Ness monster was recently sighted. Oh, I love that kind of stuff. All right, we'll get you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Oh, no. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D. A baseball fan decided to propose in the middle of a game. H7. Well, we've all seen those type of very cringe proposals at sporting events. I don't think we've ever seen one end quite this way. This guy in this video is so hilarious. Uh, He's a Dodgers fan. There's a game going on last night in L.A. at the stadium. And this guy bolts out, like literally in the middle of this baseball game. He bolts out, jumps the fence, goes in the middle of the field, and he gets down on one knee. The, The Tron is on him, and he holds his ring up like trying to propose to his girlfriend. Well, you just see this security guard running. You would think you were at a football game. He tackles this dude 
so hard. Oh, Every, you see everybody like squinch, like, dang. Um, there's been no updates if he was injured or anything like that happened to him. Of course, he was uh, gar- uh, carted out of there. Um, but the good news is she said yes. You know, they showed a picture of her ring holding it up, and I guess all's well. But. I got to say, that that might be the coolest proposal, like putting yourself in harm's way. Right. <laughs> to, 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 you know, you'll you'll never forget that, right? I mean, that's that's half the battle. You know, you want to make sure the proposal is different and unique. <laughs> yes. Tis. I've never heard that. But like those wedding, uh, those uh, baby announcements, like the gender, I can't stand those because people are so not creative. Mm-hmm. Let's hit a golf ball. And if it was, it's stupid. But that, <laughs> that's pretty badass. Well, I'm going to be a little bit shallow because the only thing I thought about when I saw the ring and, and the pictures was <laughs> it seemed pretty small. Like you went through all that hard work that little old ring it's all like that he should have been like blinging that's well maybe I that's think. why he did go through all that hard work because he, <laughs> he had a, such a small ring he's so like he needed this proposal to be big what can okay. i do for free okay. that will keep her mind off the size of the diamond <laughs> you're on to something there okay i got you all right second one recent videos released show what could be our first Loch Ness monster sighting h8 bob Listen to yourself. Um, You are a distinguished physicist, engineer, lawyer, and you are sitting here telling me that there's a dinosaur in this lake. Not quite. I'm saying there's a remnant, there was a remnant of one, at least in 1975. So, uh, hold on for a second. So I was there in 1975, and I saw the you know the picture that everybody. I'm actually the one that took the picture. I sounded like this then. That's why the picture is so blurry. Is because the camera I had at the time fell in my beer. So the 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 lock the Loch Ness monster that I'm telling you is not a dinosaur, silly, because dinosaurs are dead. But there's a dinosaur that I saw with my own two eyes that made love to a crocodile. And the crocodile and the dinosaur that babies and lives in the Loch Ness in Scotland. Grandpa, it's time to it's time to sit down. And you shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your mouth because I'm older and I've been around and I know what dinosaurs are. But we have a story to tell, Grandpa. Oh, I've got a story to tell. One day I rode a dinosaur to, to school. <laughs> You're so sorry. He gets like this after four if he hasn't eaten. <laughs> sorry, I just, that was like, no wonder nobody be- doesn't believe you, sir. Well, the guy in the in the audio was uh, Bob Rhines. He's the guy who, back in 1972, said that he did see the Loch Ness Monster in Scotland. And so he set out on this quest. Damn right next, I did. Over the next 35 years to prove what he saw. Uh, we have another uh, hunter that's been over there, a 58-year-old man who's saying, just yesterday, he has these cams that set up all over the shorelands near Fort Augustus. And I looked at the video, and, and I hate to be skeptical. I don't hate to be skeptical. I didn't see anything. All you saw was, like, a wake move in the water. And he claims that it's a 20-foot wake and that the monster was there. He saw it. But I didn't see it in the video. Because you got to wake up. <laughs> You're not looking at it right. You're looking at it straight forward. You got to turn to the side a little bit. <laughs> Turn the side a little bit. You can see it's that plain, is there. plain as day. You've seen a dinosaur. You know what a dinosaur is, right? 
I do. I haven't seen one. You've seen the Flintstones? I see all the Flintstones, okay. yes. And you know they have a dinosaur as a pet. Dino. Yeah, Dino. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if they can have a dinosaur as a pet <laughs> and have a gay old time back in the 50s, <laughs> then there can be a dinosaur getting along with the swimmers in now, the Loch Ness. I, I'm not saying that the Loch Ness monster doesn't exist or something like that doesn't exist. I do believe that. I just believe we still don't have the actual footage because that footage wasn't it for me. How do well, you believe in the Loch Ness monster? Now, if you tell me something the size of Loch Ness monster is in the Mariana Trench or wherever, then maybe I buy that. But not literally in Loch Ness. It means lake. It's Lake Ness. So they're saying this dinosaur, the original Loch Ness monster, was literally in a lake. Have you ever seen uh, any of the documentaries on it? Like what, you know, the, the skeptics think it is. And it's definitely something. It is something. They just don't know what it is. I personally, I, I'm all in. It's a dinosaur. Like, I, <laughs> I, as a kid, I read a weekly reader, and the weekly reader told me that in the depths of the ocean that we can't get to, dinosaurs still exist. And ever since I read that weekly reader, I, I believe that. Um, you know, and then shortly, well, not shortly after, but years later in the Chesapeake Bay in Maryland, uh-huh. there's Nessie. Which, oh, yeah, I remember Nessie. Nessie, which is, you know, there's footage and pictures. You know, you never, no one can, like, no one can ever, you can get perfect images on Mars, right? But you can't get the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot when it's right in front of you. You ever notice that? <laughs> so ridiculous. Like, the hunters are like, dude, I saw Bigfoot, but it's just grainy footage. <laughs> but, hey, look at this perfect, you know... H- I took of a four, bird. 4K picture of me and this deer bleeding from its mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I selfie like a 16-year-old, you know. Look at this. It's awesome. But I couldn't get Bigfoot. Didn't have time to. Even though I was, you know, 50 feet up in a tree looking down at it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Okay, so oh, we got the tickets to give out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, in the comedy, Sam Morrill. Yes, same moral. Class Act Tour. It's uh, April 22nd at Crest Theater, 7 o'clock. This could be a sold-out show now. That's what I'm being told. So you definitely want these tickets, courtesy of Live Nation. If you do want to try and buy them for Sam, eventbrite.com. Here's how you can win freebies. It's Friday. Friday at this time, or in a couple minutes, we do something called band class. You'll hear the sounder. Once the song comes on, be the first person to identify the artist the song, and the year it was released. All right? Just in case you don't have the phone number. 916-909-0985. Or, if you're smart, you just call now, stay on hold, wait for the song. That's what I would do personally, but what do I know? I'm an idiot. 916-909-0985. So band class coming up. Pay attention. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS here on 98 Rock. My name is Jason Bailey, Nikki D, uh, very lonely in the room next door. <laughs> and Nelson, as we finish things up going into a weekend, don't forget uh, the podcast, and you can always listen live, not only to 98 Rock, but uh, a gazillion other radio stations uh, on the Odyssey app. It's a free download. It's very user-friendly. Highly suggest you do that. Flea from the Chili Peppers is a new podcast up there. I think he's two episodes in. His first one, he has Rick Rubin on. Uh, so if you're into podcasting, you know, especially during the weekend or whatnot, please get the Odyssey app. Also for our podcast, thebaileyshow.com. So I learned my lesson. One of two different things, or three, actually. One, there's just nobody listening. Mm. Two, nobody wants these Sam Morell Mor- 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 tickets, the comedian. Moral. Moral, right, exactly. 
Or three, no one knows the band that we just played. It's one of those three things. It's got to be nobody wants to see it, right? I don't. I don't want to say that because I don't know the guy. Well, I love him, so I don't. It's want a to horrible say it either. thing to say. But like, I just, find it hard to believe that no one knows that band that we just played. Well, that's what I mean. They are a California-based band, and it's not like they're not an unknown band. No. Um. So I'm surprised. I like. I almost don't even want to tell you who it is. Like just out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the only and the only reason that I. It's one of my favorite artists, actually. It's one of my favorite bands. Uh, and one of the reasons why I picked them for band class was because this this new house that we just purchased, it came with a refrigerator. Okay, so the thing is with this band, it's my go-to band. I, I listen. If I'm going to stream music at any time, it's always this band. I love, love this band. Really? I didn't know that. I every You haven't heard them in my room. I'm just always playing. So this new house that we just bought, it's got a refrigerator that's got like this iPad in it. Right? It's like a smart refrigerator. That's so wild. And I've never, I've, I mean, I've seen them, but I've, I never thought I'd own one. I've never touched one before. And so I was playing around with it uh, before I came into work, and you can play music on it. And Nick, you can come over here. No one's going to call. Um, so so I, I, I put on, you know, I, I put on, you know, uh-huh. and I started playing, I started playing this band. And I'm like, my band is playing, or the, my refrigerator is playing one of my favorite artists. That's, That's just, so weird. So I guess when, like, you know, back in the day, you were, the family would surround the radio. <laughs> And listen to the shadow or little orphan Annie. I'm going to have people gather around my refrigerator and listen to one of my favorite bands. So I'm never going to tell you who it is. Watch music videos. And poor Nikki's over there because we don't have a pulse. Pulse <laughs> like, pulse what's going on? Like, like every other time we've given away something, it's like feeding, feeding frenzy. The lines blow up and go crazy. I'm like, okay, maybe he's going to go back. And he's going to have to tell them to call again because they don't know. Well, I said it twice. That's enough. I know. Oh, well. If you, don't, you know what? I'm keeping the Sam tickets. I want them, I especially know. if it's a sold-out show. So I guess I got to tell everybody what the band. Yeah, let them. Well, know. obviously they don't care, right? No, no, I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because it's Friday. Maybe everybody's already out early, park. No, they just—it's either one of the three things. Nobody, nobody's <laughs> listening, <laughs> which could be it. They're like, "I gave you guys three weeks, and I'm done with you." <laughs> I'm listening to those five guys on social media that constantly say the same thing over uh, and over again. Uh, Your posts make me tired. Uh, or nobody wants the Sam tickets, or nobody knows the band. The only way we can test the theory is to offer them aftershock tickets. But we don't have those. You can't say that. Don't even say that. Oh yeah, don't <laughs> don't say that. But that's the only way to test it. Right. But we but calls. we don't have the we don't have the we can't do that. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't have anymore. But like, it seems like that's what they called. Well, for. don't even mention yeah. that. <laughs> wrong with you <laughs> if, the, if the line beeps right now we'll know oh they're pulling our legs so that's going to be the new rule if you guys want to play it that way you guys have been awesome up until this <laughs> if if we do band class and you don't like my choice of song see look what, but you can't give those tickets away i'm not but I'm, pick it up and talk to me just see who it is damn all right well no you go Can't believe you that. I thought he was really going to go for it. You just don't try. Just don't get into the club without the bouncer checking your ID. <laughs> well, right. You know, of course, right. When it comes That's to a, it. Quality entertainment programming like this. Huh? Uh, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a video, and and it's got you know it's got like three thousand views or something on it, right? It, just on my refrigerator playing this band. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's just what world are we living in? It's. I was just. I'm tickled to death. I'm not bragging about the refrigerator. Don't get it twisted. I'm not that guy. 
I'm just saying, I just, I'm, I'm excited because. Yeah, and you didn't buy the fridge. You bought the house. Well, the not, house had the fridge. I, I'm not going to defend things that I own. I'm not, I, that's, sure. that's, abs- that's absurd. People are listening. Uh, one guy. <laughs> Nate and Sack, do you know the band? No, but I want to know who the band is. Oh, okay. Did he tell you that? If, if, mm-hmm. if, oh. if, if you want to give the tickets away, cool, but I really want to know who that band is. You re- Did you enjoy the song? Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, it, that's that's exactly the word you use for that band. <laughs> yes, you are spot on, dude. Scott that band it. is dope. Oh shit! No, 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 no. no. he said it was sick. Oh. No, I think he's heard that. Like he, the way he said I sick was, I thought that, they were that was dope. Is the name of the band? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so because you care, and I will give you the tickets if you want. Uh, it is Hollywood Undead, an LA band. <gasps> I know Hollywood Undead. I should have known that. Is it a newer song by them? No, it's their first song. They came out in 2008. Oh. And no, you don't know the band because you did not know the band. <laughs> <laughs> and this song has been used in Super Bowl commercials, uh, the trailer for G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra, uh, Madden, Wrestling, UFC. I mean, it's all over the place. And it's like familiar because the main riff of the song is the same of Crazy Train from Ozzy Osbourne. Crazy train. Oh, exactly. It's the same one. It's just played on a synthesizer rather than a guitar, and it's in a different key. I never yeah. noticed that. Yeah. The beginning of the song sounds just like Crazy Train. I'm so dumb. And they're an awesome band. They're that was one, the first thing I noticed. One of the best live bands you can see. I told Jacoby from Papa Roach, who is very close with these guys in Hollywood Undead, that uh, both Papa Roach and Hollywood Undead are amazing live acts. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Some of my favorite, favorite bands uh, to say so. All right, Nate. Thank you for participating and not making us look too bad. So hang on, we'll give them tickets. <laughs> right, we got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Can't believe you guys don't know Hollywood Day. I guess I'll start doing. I mean, what Taylor Swift next week? <laughs> well, we said we're gonna do all kind of different songs. So let's see, switch it up and see what happens. I've got. Look at that weather. My wife just got on the plane oh. right to come over, and they told her this would freak me out because I'm not a good flyer. They told her before they took off that it was going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, uh, that would make me sick to my stomach. I'd be like, I love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will take the next flight when they tell me it's not going to be bumpy. All right, look, uh, Nikki, do you got anything before we get out? That one time in band camp? Right, band class, yeah. Band class. Nelson? Nope. Thanks for having me. Hopefully yeah. I can come back Monday. Sure, love to have you. All right, look, have yourself a great, <laughs> safe weekend. Please have a great, safe weekend. If you're going to be doing some drinking, which I'm sure you will be doing, please, you've had too much. Do not get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that. True story. And I don't want to see it happen to you. All right. We'll talk to you Monday at 3. Everybody.